What do you want to do with your life? I want to rock. Well, Brent. Hello. 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 Um, to give everybody a little bit of background, you, uh, out of the two of us that run this podcast, you are um, really good about coming up with good stuff to bring up on the show. Totally random things to start us off, or, or you know, the sync words you bring in, stuff like that. And uh, I've been trying to up my game a little bit, and uh, it's not noticeable because I forget a lot of the time. But that's why. <laughs> That's why, Brent, I now have a, uh, a list of things called Stuff to Bring Up Oh, okay. for the podcast. Oh, and you, got, you got part of the title in there? Uh-huh, exactly. Like yeah. On brand. <laughs> Let's talk about Stuff to Bring Up. Oh, um, okay. And so uh, this morning we needed something, so I'm going to pull out a completely random story that I thought oh. about uh, the other week that I was like, someday I will bring this up on the podcast, and here it is. And now, Stories with Stephen. <laughs> So many moons ago, when I was a young lad and I was a, uh, a good Christian boy, I would go to church camp. Did you, uh, did you know I used to go to church camp, Brent? No, but I can believe it. Um, mm-hmm. I had several friends that, that did that uh, who are now um, the opposite of that. Weird. So, yeah, I, I get, <laughs> maybe it's I a get thing. it. Maybe it's a thing yeah. with the church camp. The church thing <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, got to me there. Um, but back in the day... Uh, the girls and the boys at our church camp are separated, and I might have mentioned this before in the past because I've always loved it. Um, they used to say, uh, boys are blue, girls are red, don't make purple, um, okay. was our was our, our little tagline. Um, boys and boys only. <laughs> <laughs> Man, nobody talked about that, but I bet that was a big interpretation among some group. Yeah. Um, and there was a certain point where you kind of graduated. Like when we started, we were like in middle school and like eventually when we were getting into, I guess, um, like ninth grade, we, we started like, it was like a different part of camp with like the high school kids. So they kind of separated you uh, somewhat and the high school boys, like the seniors obviously like led everything. Um, they were the ones like when I showed up to this first new ninth grade part of the camp, whatever the seniors, uh, were like having a water balloon fight on like on the roofs of the cabins in this area and, and on the yeah. ground and everything everywhere. Uh, but it was just like, yep, it's the seniors, you know, they get to do whatever they want. So one of the things we had to do was the boys and the girls would serenade each other, each other, like sometime during the camp, like midway through, we would like sing a song to each other, like walk all together to the other side, whatever old camp traditions and, and whatnot. Well, the guys decided the seniors decided, hey, let's serenade them with a, a quick song. And then in that song, at a certain point, it was like a Garth Brooks song uh, called The Dance. We will spread out and we will each grab a girl to dance, right? That sounds okay. so sweet. Very romantic comedy. For one, this is problematic. I thought about this in recent years. That means there's not a, like a one-to-one guy and girl. So that means some girls are just not being picked. That's pretty mean, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, that could be left out. But... Brett, this particular occasion, um, you know, I'm in ninth grade. I'm going from eighth grade to ninth grade. I'm not comfortable with girls that well yet. Um, we're still not. We're still not, exactly. And yeah. um, because of this event, because 
it seemed like such a good good plan for us to spread out and ask the girls to dance. But what Brent, what, what Stephen didn't think about was that the girl he walked up to in a panic because every girl he walked past was in a panic. And I, and I tried to make eye contact and just be like, I'm, I'm as sorry about this as you are, but I have to pick someone. And I finally see this girl who looks nice and attractive and she's sitting on the curb and I reach out my hand and she kind of looks around and like tentatively is like, okay. And as she stands up, there's something else I didn't say about this trip, uh, Brent. We would go on a little river rafting trip, and we had gone earlier that day or the day before, and everybody in camp had heard about this girl who sprained her ankle Oh shit. during the river rafting trip. And yeah. who did Stephen pick to dance with? <laughs> the girl sitting on the curb and not standing up already? Mm-hmm. The girl with the sprained ankle, of course. Yeah. So she very politely gets up and hobbles to me, so that we can dance together. And after about 10 seconds, I'm like, I'm really sorry. I didn't know you were injured. Would you like to sit down? And she and I just sat down the rest of that song and did not talk to each other until the rest (laughs) of the people were finished dancing. And this is why I still don't know how to talk to women. Well, look, counterpoint. Sure. Out of all the, the girls there, you know, she probably thought, well, I'm injured. No one's gonna pick me. Okay. Her her fist on her hand, just sitting there, sad sacky, you know? Sure. Oh, this nice young white boy (laughs) saunters up to her. (laughs) For the listener, Stephen is white. Uh, Mm -hmm. Saunters up to her and asks her to dance. I think that's adorable. Okay. And your parents should be proud of that. Not the stuff later in life. Obviously, they're ashamed. But uh, for (laughs) for that reason specifically. They should be proud. I mean, that's a, a nice gesture. And look, well, thank you, Like, Brent. I wouldn't have even done it. I would have bailed so quickly on that. <laughs> like, when they got to the word dance, I would have just ran in the opposite direction. I know. I imagine your parents be like, church camp, and you're just like, uh, a Brent-shaped sized hole in the door, you know? <laughs> yeah, understandable. Uh, they would have just said, they would have said sh- uh, church camp, and we all, like, take a beat, and then we all just start laughing yeah. and going back to watching, you know, whatever TV we were watching. Sex in the City. Yeah, more than likely. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we couldn't afford cable. Come on, Stephen. <laughs> uh, I don't know anything bad on basic cable then. Melrose Place. Melrose Place. Oh, my God. Yeah. You guys went back to watching Melrose Place. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I uh, I didn't want to be involved in it, and mm-hmm. uh, I was forced. And I like your interpretation of this. I don't feel as bad now. I've yeah. always felt uh, this weird weird thing with it that I was just like, and it's funny cause later, uh, later that, that camp, like I had girls my own age and like people I was talking to and stuff. So like other things went well for me that camp, I'll say it. Mm. Um, no purple was made. Um, okay. Just some handholding. Um, yeah, I kept it, <laughs> with, kept it with your dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Handholding is what we would call hand jobs <laughs> at church camp handholding. Cause it makes it sound better. Uh, candle yeah. making, you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Why does this, this wick light? Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's my camp experience, and um, you know, there's some happy memories there, and mm-hmm. there are some weird memories there, but that is definitely an awkward memory. So thanks, church camp. Can I? Uh... Speaking of awkward, can I tell you what my interpretation? I was like trying to predict where you were going. Oh with this. yeah, okay. And my my place went uh, 
uh, much darker. Oh, I guess. okay, cool. So you had mentioned she was sitting down on the curb. I was like, huh, that's weird. I don't remember Stephen mention, mentioning anyone sitting. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, you know, her sprained ankle was the reason why. But yeah. as you were ramping up to saying why, I thought, oh, Stephen asked her to dance. And as she stands <laughs> up, there's a uh, a small like bloody area where she was sitting. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Aunt Flo was in town. Yeah. And, uh, that's why the girls were red. Aunt Flo put on. Yeah. Yeah. So she, uh, when she was bleeding, uh, Aunt Flo had put on some weight and it was a heavy flow day. Oh, and, wow. okay. uh, I get you. Yeah. So I thought maybe there was a, that definitely, that. that definitely could have been the story. And then it would have been mm-hmm. like, and we both sat down and it was awkward and neither of us talked mm-hmm. about it. Um, yeah. absolutely. And then I got my period. <laughs> And then we became best friends. <laughs> we synced so quickly. <laughs> so I knew it was meant to be. <laughs> We're still friends to this day. <laughs> <laughs> Every month we write a letter yeah. in blood to each other. <laughs> We're still synced up. It's weird. It's <laughs> weird. Oh, man. No, you know. She's so, in Canada I, now. So, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do wonder. Uh, you know what she's up to. She is also mm-hmm. just an adult out there that has this mm-hmm. weird story that some kid asked her to dance when she had a sprained ankle at church camp. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that kind of weird. We, we all have stories with people that we'll never see or talk to again. I have no idea who she is. Mm-hmm. No idea what her name was. Even then, I don't think we really talked at all. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, we'll track her down, and she can guest on the podcast someday. What if she was a listener already, and she heard the story, oh and she was like, "Oh my god." I never knew. <laughs> that could be crazy. Well, look, uh, there's no embarrassment on her part, right? Yeah. Like she was just uh, was asked to dance. Yep. Couldn't do it, obviously. Yeah. For... She was very sweet about it. Yeah. Yeah. So she tried. She sat there in silence. Yeah. yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. I think that's yeah. that's a good outcome. Um, mm-hmm. She could have just been like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> and I would have been like, okay, the girl I just asked rejected me. I wouldn't. I wouldn't immediately be like, I need to go ask another girl. I'd be like. I, j- I dance by myself. Do I go back to the cabins by myself? I'm Brent. I just bail. Bail. <laughs> well, then you become a uh, masked killer in the woods. Oh, okay. That's it embarrassed works. me enough. Mm-hmm. That yeah. really threw me for that. Mm-hmm. Um, they say if you listen closely, you can hear the sounds of Incel Steven walking through the woods. <laughs> it's just, and if you're a girl, watch out. If anyone walks up to you in a hockey mask and asks you to dance, don't do it. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, Incel Steve. That's uh, <laughs> that's the legend around that camp. Yeah, I'm still there. That's right. yeah. <laughs> I record this from my outpost. I, I do have uh-huh. some things. Yeah. You know, I have yeah. internet, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Well, Brent, what do you say with that? We just get into it. We are doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And uh, welcome to uh, a little horror edition of... Let's talk about stuff where uh, today we're just going to do a little doggy shake, a little horror hodgepodge. <laughs> Sorry, my collar was chafing. I had to shake it off. You're good. You're good. So um, as Steven mentioned off air, we have not updated the show script from last week. So we're going to be stumbling through this. Mm-hmm. Um, just deal with it, I guess. Yeah. You know what? It's free. Free to you. We pay for this. <laughs> you don't. I can't even get the script up right now. And I got really lost. I was like, what is our name? <laughs> Oh, got it. I got it. Yeah. Yep. Good. We're good to go. Perfect. All right. So, uh, yeah, we're going to do a horror hodge. Horror. Oh. Harry and the Hendersons is a hindrance to entertainment. I don't know. I just had to make, I, you know. You had to get something out there. I had to get something out Mm -hmm. there. I had to begin with an H. I do love Harry and the Hendersons. 
Oh, yeah. It's I, the shit. You know, I haven't seen it since I was little, but I do mm-hmm. remember liking it. I uh, That's one of the ones I would really like to revisit. It's been many decades since I've mm-hmm. seen that movie. But, uh, yeah. man, he was just... I, I just love John Lithgow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I love... I love uh, Harry, so... There you go. It works out. Together, we have a perfect movie. (laughs) (laughs) So, this is not something we've discussed on the the podcast. I don't think even in person, really, Hmm. um, other than a a passing mention. But in Oklahoma here, they are just fucking obsessed with Sasquatch. Like, Mm. we've got these, these stickers on the back of all these cars. And I don't know if it's if it changes from state to state like if in tennessee or whatever they've they've got the same thing but we've got these bumper stickers that's essentially the shape of oklahoma but it has like a, a sasquatch in it mm-hmm. um and there are people here who enjoy it and they believe that sasquatch is real and that he's or they are out there hmm, hmm. i wonder if there can be transgendered sasquatches oh, I'm i don't sure. want to limit it to, to I, any yeah i think they're a pretty pro- uh, progressive society that's why they're not so easy to be found. They're yeah. like Wakanda. Oh my god! They're like we're hidden. We don't want you guys to find us. You'll ruin it. That's a that's a good point. So um, yeah, so th- they're all over the place here. The uh, the uh, Sasquatch uh, truthers mm-hmm. out there. Yep. Um, and uh, I, I think it's time for a uh, revitalization of the Harrer Harrer <laughs> and the Henderson franchise um, oh yeah i don't know if they could do a reboot or a continuation oh, the money's there though yeah you're saying that i people think so will, yeah mm-hmm. so um the time is ripe and you know what i'd be down for a good sasquatch movie i've got a uh, an idea in my phone for uh, mm. for story ideas and i've got one mm-hmm. about sasquatch specifically i'm not gonna mention it on air no someone will steal that's, it obviously that's a trillion dollar idea <laughs> but uh i'm excited yeah. for that i love the sasquatch story i love harry and the hendersons i love that stuff I, I like. Um, I think that the world holds many wondrous things that we have not um, discovered yet, and mm. there's there's a lot out there. And I love to think about the the mysteries of the world and the myths uh, of such, such stuff like this. So I like, even though I'm not like a true believer like they some of those people in Oklahoma, I do like mm. the idea that something is out there. But I'm more yeah. of a Loch Ness monster guy myself. I've always been attracted to that. I think because it's like I want a like dinosaur. To what? Like sexually attracted? I would, yeah, Nessie, obviously. Yeah. Fucking sex, sexy. She um, got it going on. Yeah. Um, got that. <laughs> got that ass. Um, uh, but yeah, I, you know, Brent, obviously, I think you'd be down with us too. Like, I just want a dinosaur alive in 2019. I want there to still be one that's like in a Scottish lock for some reason. I don't know why. If you're telling me there's a plesiosaur yeah. swimming through the locks of Scotland. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> when he says his own name. <laughs> then, uh, yeah, I'm all about it. Yep. I would never swim in it, and that would mm. make me even more frightened of bodies of water yep. than normal. But I do like the ideas of, of uh, or the idea of dinosaurs existing yeah. in this very day and age. Absolutely. I think that'd be, mm-hmm. that'd be really kick-ass. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember, I still remember as a kid when I first was, like, learning about that. And learning about dinosaurs, and like you said, I was like, "It look what people talk about. They, it looks like a plesiosaur. Like it could happen. What if mm-hmm. it just stuck around? Mm-hmm. Like it seems, it seems so legit and possible. Mm-hmm. And I like, I don't want to let go of that. I, I want to think that there's a lot of cool wonders, especially in the the ocean deep. Man, there's a lot of kinds of crazy stuff down there we don't know about. Mm-hmm. So they they say that the uh, plesiosaur was the most polite of all the dinosaurs. <laughs> 
<laughs> you were so proud of yourself. You're so pleased with yourself. I was saying yeah. that. I could see it in your face. That was lovely. Oh, yeah. We got there. <laughs> Well, I know we've got a lot of stuff to uh, discuss today, yeah. so should we just slam our faces right into it? Oh, I like that. Straight up, yeah. man. Um, yeah, we talked about, you know, let's just do a little uh, horror hodgepodge, a little uh, pop culture catch-up, do, do some mm-hmm. things, because we haven't really had an opportunity to talk about a lot yet in October. We've been doing other yeah. stuff and mostly just been exhausted, folks, uh, to be honest. <laughs> That's true, um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Brent, did you want to kick us off, or what do you want to get going on? Okay, so I uh, I made a list. Mm, checked it twice. Nice. Fuck you, Santa. Um, and uh, he doesn't have a, a, a trademark on that. Anyone can check a list uh-huh. twice. Hey, you just have to check it twice. That's like you do that all the time at work, probably. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Everybody does that at work. It's his job. He's making a list, checking it twice. Okay, yeah. what you want a fucking cookie? <laughs> solve North a solve bitch. a real problem. Yeah. Get the right. shipping there without you having to go around all night. Get it there in a few hours, like Amazon. Yeah. Good lord. Come on, solve a problem. Got these, got these elves dying on the floor. Yeah, I hear they don't have Trying black bathroom breaks. God damn it. Yep. Yep. Get some automation up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, so I made this list of things that I wanted to discuss for mm. this week because uh, you are the 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 horror. Uh, fan between the two of us, I'd say, and therefore you've got more stuff to discuss, I would imagine. I'm the whore of but the show. The the whore. Mm-hmm. The horror whore. The horror whore yeah. of the show. Well, it's right off the tongue. <laughs> That's what he said. Um, but uh, So I made a list, and um, there's one thing on my list that I specifically did not want to discuss mm. um, Be in the, in the fact that I did not watch it. Okay, yeah. So have you ever heard of a 1998 movie called Strangeland? I have. Okay. I've never seen it. Featuring rock icon D. Snyder of the band <laughs> yeah. Twisted Sister. Okay. Yeah. So here's what happened. I have a coworker who had mentioned that she watched this movie recently and liked it, and uh, she owns the DVD of it, mm-hmm. and um, she said, uh, yeah, I'll let you borrow it. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. You know, it d- didn't sound like anything that would pique my fancy. So I thought maybe she would just forget about it. No. She brought it up to me, and uh, <laughs> just the idea of being handed a DVD mm-hmm. at this day and age just astounds me. I'm like, what? What this? What do I do with this? Why this moon shape? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why this have hole in it? Do do I eat it? Do I fuck it? Is this donut? <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, hole is that, way that, too big. <laughs> How do I fuck it? <laughs> so, so much extra room. <laughs> So I, uh, I, I bring it home and uh, I'm just like, well, I don't, I don't have any intention of uh, watching this. So then I take it back to me the next or take it back to her the next day and I uh, just put her on her desk. And uh, when she came in, she was like, oh, I didn't mean you have to watch it right away. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty busy. I'm not going to be able to to get to it, which was true. Uh-huh. Like I just had a lot of stuff going on. So I just brought it back to her um, and then she was like. Oh, okay, no, yeah, that's that's not a problem. So later in the day, she brings it back to me in my office, <laughs> drops it off, and she's like, here, just watch it and bring it back to me when when you're done. And she, like, pieces out as she's <laughs> like, 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 so I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I've, I've had this movie for oh, man. Uh, about a week and a half at this point, and 
at, at a certain point I had time to watch it and I was like, maybe I should. And then like this part of my brain was like, don't do it, man. Yeah. You're, you're not going to get anything out of this. You have, so you have way too many did, things to watch better than that. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's my yeah. thought. It's like, if I'm going to waste time, I'm going to either derp around the internet, mm-hmm. which will more than likely happen or watch literally any other thing. Yeah. So I pulled it up on YouTube to watch the trailer for it. Always a good sign. Uh huh. About three seconds in, I'm like, I've made the right choice. I'm not watching this. This movie looks fucking terrible. It like oh involves D. Snyder, who's got like half of his face is tattooed yeah. like, with tribal markings or whatever. You know, oh, sexy, sure. Yeah, and uh, I, I remember looking on the back of the box, and it says something to the effect of D. Snyder has created a new horror icon for oh, for this God. generation. I'm like, I first of all, I've I've never heard of this movie, so obviously this is not true. Yeah, but, yeah, it's his not. Name is, Captain Howdy. Yeah. Well, we all remember where we were when we heard <laughs> about the original exploits of Captain Howdy. Well, don't say it again. It shivers down my spine every time we say it. Oh, obviously. he might show up as well. Yeah. Yeah. And if he shows up and he tries to threaten us, we're going to be like, hey, we're not going to take it. <laughs> and he's like, I can't do anything to these oh, kids. Oh, damn it. They know the code. <laughs> but in the trailer, oh, man. it has like dial up like internet uh-huh. looking stuff in there and it's uh just it looks terrible like there's uh, yeah nothing at all that looked appealing to me so i'm gonna take it back to her this week and be like nah hard pass <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that's see that to me that's awkward like i i feel like like a lot of people and obviously we have this show but um i feel like my taste in and things is good and i want to like help people find things that they might not have found or whatever mm-hmm. And that's kind of why we have this. But at least with this, like, we just kind of put it out into the internet. And if anybody wants to find it, that's great. And if not, that's it's just for us, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but it's been harder and harder, I feel, lately because there is so much to watch. Like, with TV shows being so great now and movies themselves or whatever. And the availability for everybody to watch stuff through streaming, not DVDs. I don't know what I would do with someone mm-hmm. hand me. I would literally just give it back. I don't have anything that can play that anymore at all. Um, okay, yeah. So there's no way. Um, but, yeah, there's so many opportunities now. But then I feel like... It's, it's hard as the recommender because if the person doesn't take to it, then it kind of like hurts your feelings a little bit. Like you don't want to hurt mm-hmm. her feelings and be like, I no, just no. – I, I, this is a trash movie. I would never have picked this up. I would never watch this. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to just be like, I don't really have time. I don't want to watch this. And now she's come back and it's like she's doubled down on it. Like it yeah. all just feels awkward to me. Um, <laughs> whereas I would try to recommend better things maybe to someone yeah. say. But I do like a lot of random old shit that I could recommend and someone would be like, mm-hmm. I – never would have watched this and didn't care for it or whatever that's fine but uh yeah i just feel it's, it's kind of a tricky awkward situation it can turn into um recommending stuff sometimes uh, especially with people like at work where you're like yeah i don't trust your opinion <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> well she's she's mentioned to me that she likes true detective season one which seems to be the consensus so mm-hmm. you know nothing against her taste specifically yeah but this this particular movie i don't it's not going to do anything for me like it doesn't it doesn't look fun it doesn't look like yeah. fun bad yeah like, it's just bad I, I, i'm down for watching uh like a fun bad movie obviously like uh-huh. we talked about justice league on here we've talked about the fast and furious franchise like there's some some leeway to be given but yeah. this just looks like it, un uninteresting to me <laughs> yeah absolutely all, all possible points well so. it has a uh six percent on rotten tomatoes which is oh. uh, pretty good i, I take uh, it all back <laughs> <laughs> i was reading the synopsis um of it, it, it followed what you said pretty much, but uh, I was like, he trolls the internet for naive teens to lure them to his home to torture and defile them. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, 98, yeah, that was like, 
especially in that day, man, it's like you didn't, yeah, don't meet strangers on the internet and all the stuff. And, mm -hmm. um, it feels weirdly, uh, futuristic in that time period that they did that then. Cause that could happen still now that someone was trying to use the internet to lure teens. But, uh, yeah. also so old, like, uh, now we meet people off the internet all the time. They drive me everywhere yeah. I go, you know, like <laughs> it's yeah. fine. Um, so it's interesting, but I remember this cover, uh, from when I worked in the video stores, which was a few years after oh, this came yeah. out, I remember this. I was like, I know that title. I know this cover a little bit. Um, it's like a blue, yeah. a blue woman's face, and it's like stitched. Her lips are stitched together. Um, yeah. But yeah, I uh, never cared to watch it for sure. So I'm, uh, I'm in your camp. Uh, I don't have time for All that because right. <laughs> <laughs> it does not look fun. I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah. yeah it looks like oh. just a a movie that was made. It it definitely came from D. Snyder. It was screenplay by Dean D. Snyder. So. <laughs> mm, market quality right there <laughs> hey look nothing against d snyder um yeah, sure. i appreciate his uh his music and whatnot mm -hmm. but uh this this doesn't seem like a good thing for most people <laughs> i love uh we're not gonna take it that song rocks man yeah. i still sing that and like i was not even an angsty teen but i still sing that and think about my parents and just being like no right i'm not cleaning my room mom <laughs> you know um, but yeah. Steven, you're in your mid-30s. Please, for the love yeah, of God, yeah. clean your room. <laughs> no. And I just crank that back up again. It's probably playing right now because I love that song. I'll just play it through this whole oh, edit. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a banger for sure. Oh, yeah. You know, he should have gotten Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to write it, though. That might have upped the quality. He just didn't know. We didn't know. Man, you know what? I saw... I don't even remember where I saw it now, which is horrifying to me, mm -hmm. if you can imagine, mm -hmm. with my weird pop culture memory. Um, but I remember seeing somewhere that, um, oh, okay. I just, it clicked with me. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a podcast called word balloon. He, uh, as a guy named John Suntress, it's, it's primarily like a comic book related mm -hmm. podcast, but he had Kareem Ad Abdul Jabbar on, uh, recently to, ah. uh, or I guess like a couple of years ago to, uh, interview him about becoming a writer and, and comics, his love of comics and whatnot. And mm -hmm. I guess evidently he, um, Kareem uh, released a, um, a letter talking about uh, like comic book films as a, somewhat of a, a rebuttal to Martin Scorsese's oh, yes, yeah. uh -huh. about all comic movies being the same or whatever, which is fine. Like, look, old men don't get it. It's fine. Yeah. Like, Especially Scorsese's I, of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm not butthurt about that. Mm. Like he's he's got his own thing going on. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, like I've really come around on uh, Kareem as a writer from being like surprised uh -huh. to being like, oh, yeah. And like he's legit. Like you he's mean, a, a thoughtful man. Yeah. He's, it's Kareem, the writer who yeah. former basketball player. He played basketball. Yeah, what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll we'll reaction, right? I like that. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I mean, so far he wrote that episode of the Mars, um, mm -hmm. which was, you know, that's cool. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what else I've I've seen of his. I can't remember he, what you talked about. He wrote. He wrote a, uh, a short story in uh, Marvel Marvel Comics 1000 mm -hmm. uh, with Jessica Jones, so he likes female detectives. Yeah. And then um, I think he had some other comic that he wrote like a couple of years ago, maybe like a short story uh, somewhere. But uh, yeah. That's cool. Writer, though. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's right. Also, did you know he played basketball, question mark? Yeah. <laughs> That's officially how we talk about him now. That's At it. least on this podcast. Hell yeah. Well, um, yeah, so do you want to keep moving down our lists, or what do you got? Sure, yeah, but what, what do you have? So, um, and I can't remember, I was going to try to go back and, and look at some things that we had talked about in previous years, but then I realized, oh, it's not just like one Halloween episode, it's like two months of Halloween episodes, I guess, <laughs> that I'd have to go back through, and like, mm -hmm. remember what we had talked about or whatever, 
Uh, and then also, I wanted to preface this with, I, uh, I'm not sure what I've mentioned in, in passing recently that I might have been watching. So uh, yeah. here's my list, though, of some things. So first one oh, was... Check it twice, Stephen. Please I, check oh, it twice. I didn't even do... I didn't even try it. You're right. Take the I'm specialness just, out of huh. it. Take it, take it away from... <laughs> take the power away from Santa. <laughs> um, but the, the first one I'm going to mention was I watched the Netflix miniseries House on Haunted Hill, which uh, I really okay. dug. It was pretty, oh. uh, pretty rad. Um, okay. it was done by Mike Flanagan, I'm pretty sure, who is a, mm-hmm. a director I mostly like a lot. Um, he's doing, uh, Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The new sequel mm-hmm. to uh, the shining. And yeah. uh, I'm still excited. I, I get excited about him, um, and all the stuff he comes up with. Um, but not everything I like of his, you know, um, which is, which is cool. But, um, I, uh, I'm trying to look up some stuff right now and see what else he's done, so it'll be a second to edit this out. TV series. Where is it? Mike Flanagan. Okay, yeah. So I found uh, Mike Flanagan through Oculus, which I've talked about in the past on here, um, that I liked mm-hmm. a whole lot. And then um, he did Hush, which is a, a pretty cool movie. I might have talked about that, too, about... Um, like a, a deaf woman who has a home invader and she can't hear him around her house and stuff. So oh, it, was, yeah. it was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah. He did uh, Gerald's Game, which uh, was like a Stephen King adaptation where a woman, uh, a, a woman and her husband are about to have sex and he handcuffs her to the bed and then he has a heart attack. So it's about her trying to survive and she's handcuffed to a bed and she can't get out. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's done some really, some cool stuff that I've liked. And then, um, yeah, he did this series, and that was something different for him. I hadn't seen, like, a series with him. But it had um, some good people in it. it had, like, the main one was so funny to me. It was so crazy to see him. Um, but it's the uh, Henry Thomas. He was the little kid in E.T., and he's still an actor. Oh, yeah. And so, mm-hmm. like, he's still just, like, his face as an adult, you know, just looks like the kid from E.T. So it's just, like, really cool <laughs> to see him in anything and be like, that's just Elliot, man. That's just fucking Elliot. Yeah. I grew up with that kid. So, um, so that's cool. But, uh yeah, it has uh, Carly Gugino, who's uh, also in Jail's Game, and, and some other stuff with with mm-hmm. Mike Flanagan. Um, and it's uh, you know it's a take on that classic story. There's like the '99 movie, and then there's like the Vincent Price movie back in the '50s. And uh, I remember the '99 movie being really bad, but I want to watch it again. Um, has a lot of like people in that era that were big, but never really made it to now. And then um, this mm-hmm. one though was really cool. It was it was pretty creepy. And um, had a really cool story, and uh, Netflix really kind of knocked it out of the park. They're they're doing a sequel series. Each season's going to be a new story, which is cool. So they'll have a new haunting that he's uh, going to be working on too. So I'm excited for that coming out, oh, okay. maybe, maybe next year or something. So yeah, Brandy had started watching that. When did that come out? Like whenever it came out, she like I think it was last jumped year. on it because it was yeah, or last in the last year. year. Okay. Yeah, I just got to it she, now. Uh, it was big on like social media and everything, so she started watching it, and uh, I I tried to watch it with mm-hmm. her, and I, I just could not get into it. It yeah. was a little too like uh, a little too serious for me, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, for whatever reason I couldn't get into it. I know the guys over at Terror Table and Erie International liked it quite a bit, yeah. but uh, yeah, just uh, it happens, man. I guess the lack of D. Snyder being in it uh, <laughs> really <laughs> affected really, my enjoyment. And there was yeah. there wasn't a Sasquatch. There was no Harry. You know, so that takes away because <laughs> yeah. they mm-hmm. had really tall ceilings. He would have been really happy in that house. I feel, you know, but that's um, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but wait. that's okay. Wait, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Hold up. This could change every game changer. So, is it possible that Sasquatches built that house? Mm. Right. Like that. They don't know any other dimensions, right? Yep. 
So they're going to build it for Sasquatch sized people. Yeah. Those those specific SAS dimensions, if you would. Nice. Um, so they're like, hey, this is where we're going to live. Are these are these humans moving in here? Oh my god. Maribel, Maribel, <laughs> come look at this. These humans are moving in our house. This house I built with my own hairy hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? Call the ghosts. Oh Get wow. Them over here. Okay, I we're thought haunt this bitch. I thought you were gonna say the Sasquatches were quote unquote haunting the house by making things happen, but it's like the, and they actually know ghosts who can come in and yeah. do it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, one of those cryptozoology things mm-hmm. where like all those species species are like intertwined. They have their own like society where they all co-mingle. They all yep. get together because, you know, they're more sophisticated than we are. Wow. So, That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Is Santa yeah. Claus a part of this group? Steven, god damn it, no. <laughs> no. They kicked him out years ago. Nobody likes that fucker. You know what? Okay. Here's the thing. All right? Kind of like the uh, in uh, Christian mythology, uh, Satan was part of the uh, the angel oh, uh, tribe. Sure. Um, whatever. Uh, the angel tribe. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The Valkyrie. So they, had uh-huh. kick, they had to kick him out because he had like, hey, guys, what if instead of doing this uh, dumb thing, we uh, try something else? Nope. Man. Get out. <laughs> You have a different idea? <laughs> nope. Not here, sir. Not in this temple. Good day. Yeah. They all threw their collective scarves over their shoulders. Wow. And made him good day. Uh, but yeah, so they, they kick Santa out because he's just like, hey, guys, you hear about this Christmas? And they said, like, what, what did you say? Mm-hmm. What did you say? Yep. Get out of here. Get out of here. So they kicked him to the North Pole. Go on now. Get. They say. I feel like, okay, so he's he's basically Satan. And that's why uh, he's into Santa? I mean, it's, it's like pretty close, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. we've all thought that for a while. I didn't realize mm-hmm. his story was so similar, so he had like a, a connection. Oh, that's where Christian mythology gets it. Yeah. Mm. So they take the story of the Sasquatch people and they warp it, mm-hmm. manipulate it, yeah. you know? Interesting. Things of that nature. Do you, yeah. do you think, because this is my new theory, but I, don't, I have no mm-hmm. proof for this, I have to say. Mm-hmm. What if there is a portal to hell at the okay. North Pole? And it's at the North Pole because it has to stay cool on the surface. Otherwise, okay. the hole will take over the planet. So it's a way for them. To, it's like a back door, but they, that's why it's there. They're yeah. keeping it cool. And that's their direct connection. Like, what if Santa drilled a hole and then he dropped yeah. one of those tin cans with a string on it? Okay. And Satan picked up. Yeah. And that's still to this day how they talk. (laughs) 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 Click. Ahoy, ahoy. (laughs) Mr. Burns again. (laughs) You got Satan. How can I help you? Um, Yeah, I like it. I believe that's uh, El Tash Show Cannon now. Show Cannon. You know, we've done it. Excellent. Whoa. Connections are being made. And then Carl and John McClane have to go, okay, look, it's getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> There's a real epic story happening in the background. We're just trying to let the world know. It's really, guys, it's going to get there, though. It's going to go yeah. places you couldn't even imagine. We, we got to write this LTAS movie. I'm excited about do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People in the theaters are saying, What? What? <laughs> Who are these guys? 
Where did this come Rolling from? Stone says, why did they do this? <laughs> and they gave them $350 million to make this movie. <laughs> yeah. It opened on six screens. <laughs> right, yeah. Two of which are in our own homes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Streaming on Quibbly. <laughs> this fall. <laughs> Coming to MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what do you got, man? All right. So I watched a movie that I had been waiting to see for quite a while. Um, it's a uh, 2017 movie called Mayhem featuring awesome. my favorite actors. Uh, <laughs> uh, Steven Nguyen? Steven Yen. Yen? Yeah, there we go. We got there. Yeah. Um, He's and, a fellow Steven, I had to know. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. I forgot that's also canon. We're All Stevens friends. know each other. It's true. Yeah. yeah. I'm so um, excited to hear about this, though. What, what did you think? I haven't seen it. I, what is the, the, uh, the lady's name? Man, I was really like excited because like, I remember both the lead actors' names. So some 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 Mara. Oh Weaving. yeah, from the yeah. the new one, she's like hot right now. I mean, she's, she's going to be in that. Yeah, in yeah. general, right? Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, she's going to be Scarlet in that new GI Joe movie. Uh, oh, okay. Like it might be be pretty good. Um, she's yeah, in so uh, Ready watched... or Not, the one where they're uh, she gets married to the dude oh. and they have to chase around the house and stuff. She's like the main uh, character in that. Yeah, it just came out. Right? Je- yeah, Jess came like out. Yeah, this year. Yeah. And then I've heard about her in Mayhem and like all this stuff. People are like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. she's everywhere." So that's rad. Yeah. So, have you seen this movie? I haven't. Um, okay. There's a similar concept. Uh, a movie called The Belko Experiment. Um, and yeah. I had seen yeah. that one, but I want to see Mayhem because I heard they're really similar, mm-hmm. but like completely different. So, yeah, I'm super pumped. Yeah, we uh, yeah we talked about uh, Belko yeah. last year, I think last October. Mm-hmm. So that that was my thought too. Is yeah. it's going to be like similar, but maybe you know just a a shade or two different. Uh oh. Yep, I didn't uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't quite enjoy this movie. Like it's it's fine. I'm still excited. It's, it's 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 pretty bonkers, but I feel like the rules that are established uh, they break pretty quickly Mm. um at the beginning of the movie so i I won't spoil anything for you but the general premise of the the movie is that there's a a virus that breaks out um in this world Mm. and um it happens in this office building where this guy works his way up the ladder at this corporation uh ends up getting fired and before he can leave the virus takes over the building and Mm. uh, this virus uh, resorts people to taking on their like baser instincts of just like uh, like fighting and killing and, and fucking, you know, Ooh. pretty, pretty like primal Crazy. with people. Okay. Except like people that get infected with the virus are still able to like communicate and like hmm. form tribes and stuff. It's not as like hmm. primal as they like made it sound okay. as the, the visuals depicted at the beginning. Um, if you can get past that though, it's like, it's, it's, it's pretty okay. Like I, I'm not like, Mm-hmm. Sad that I watched it because yeah. I, I do like the 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 two leads of the movie. Um, they're they're fun to watch, but um, it's it's weird too because you could tell there are actors in this movie who are not American who are affecting American accents. Oh yeah, which is like one of my favorite things ever. Is like, especially <laughs> since I'm at home watching it, right? I can just pull it up on my phone and see like where the actors are from on Wikipedia or whatever. Like this is fake, <laughs> but yeah, it's fun. I just love. Man, it's it's so good. Like, there's certain actors out there that, um, like, 
years later after I see them in something, I'll be like, oh shit, they're from New Zealand. Like I, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, like there's an actor in uh, Jessica Jones, um, uh, Eka Darville, who's um, who plays her neighbor. He's the uh, the black guy mm-hmm. who's like um, like strung out on heroin in that mm-hmm. first season, mm-hmm. and he has a really good American accent. Like you can't tell he's from from New Zealand at all. Mm. Yeah, crazy. Uh, or Australia. Um, one of those. Mm. The North Pole. Sorry. No, never. Oh God. No. <laughs> but um, in this movie, there are people that are like talking like, "Hello, John. Welcome to Corporation. What are you doing here? Uh, I thought we fired you. <laughs> Where are you from? New Jersey, obviously. <laughs> Hello, I am from Texas. Yeah, welcome, cowboy. Shoot to bang bang. I'm a civil Crikey. American oh, teenager. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but it's so funny! It's so funny. Like whenever you watch it, um, uh-huh. I hope that doesn't like ruin it for you. No, but, that's totally uh, fine. Um, but but yeah, I I, uh, I I think it's worth a watch. It's just not quite the the flavor that I was yeah. hoping for. Um, and remind but, me, especially I apologize if you said something in this little segment. But um, mm-hmm. did you like the Belco experiment? Did you like it more than this one? Yeah, yeah, I liked uh, I liked Belco overall, mm-hmm. um, and I, yeah, I I did like it better than than this movie. But um, I like the the actors in this movie more. So yeah. if I could like take the actors yeah, right. <laughs> and like swap Steven Yeun for the the like the lead guy and in, in Belko, yeah. that'd be almost perfect for me. Okay. But um, but yeah, this is a it's like a f- fun movie. I think I think this movie would be fun to like watch with a group of friends. You know. Yeah. Because it's just so like bonkers and and out there. It's not like ridiculous, mm-hmm. but it does. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. There's like a portion where like Dave Matthews Band is playing in this movie. Uh-huh. Like they use Dave Matthews, like ants marching uh, mm-hmm. as part of the music for it. Um, You're like, that's weird. But it, but it's like a, a conversation that happens uh, like earlier in that scene. Uh-huh. So it, it kind of makes sense for it. But it's just it's weird. Like when I was watching the movie, it seemed like a movie, like a first director's type of movie. It's yeah. not. But that's kind of what what I got from it. It's like, oh yeah, look how edgy we are. We're so punk rock. And they use this thing. I hate it. It's one of these, <laughs> these tropes that I hate where in movies, nail guns. Oh yeah. Magically can fire nails 6 million miles away. Uh, like it's like the poor JFK in a movie reality. <laughs> he probably would have been killed by a nail gun, but, um, yeah, it's on the, the poster I'm looking at. It's like Samara with a nail gun on it. Yeah. 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 Oh, that poster kicks ass. It though. does. It looks really that, like, cool. Stark red. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those, those few things aside, it's a, it's fine. Um, I didn't enjoy it as much as I, as mm-hmm. I wanted, but, uh, there's a part of me that wants to go back and, and watch it later down the road yeah. and, and see like now that I know what the movie is, maybe my, my taste will change. Yeah. So if you watch it, yeah, definitely let me know. I'm, I'm curious to well, get your thoughts on it. I'm not even joking. I almost watched this yesterday, but I almost watch oh. this all the time because I have it right now, but <laughs> I, I just haven't picked it up like to actually watch but yeah. I keep thinking about it because I love Stephen Yeun as well. Um, yeah. And uh, I just fell in love with him from, from The Walking Dead. And mm-hmm. um, I, I remember hearing about both of these before I watched The Belko Experiment. And then I watched The Belko Experiment and I was happily surprised with that one. And so I was hoping like the same thing. So I might – this might help me hearing your, mm-hmm. your say this because I'll go into it with like a little lower expectations and maybe mm-hmm. that'll be like, yeah, it was just fun. You know, it's cool. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm curious because uh, it's definitely one I've wanted to pick up recently, especially with Samara Weaving um, becoming such a big name right now and in so many things. Mm-hmm. And 
yeah. So I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll, I'm, I'm certainly curious. Mm-hmm. And Samara Weaving, had, she's like a really sympathetic character uh-huh. in the movie. Steven Yeun is not. Mm, okay. <laughs> so so that, that might be part of the problem was like one of the two leads. Yeah. Because like, I would want him. He's, yeah. he's awesome. He's Glenn. Yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah, you want him to be the good mm-hmm. guy or whatever a little bit. So, yeah. Um, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So I'll let you know once I, once I do watch that because that sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one that I am um, not sure if I had talked about before, but Amanda and I watched recently um, was The Invitation, which is uh, mm-hmm. on Netflix. It's not a Netflix film, I don't think, but um, it came out a few years ago, and it is uh, a movie that I had watched. It was one of those the first time I watched it, maybe the second time. I think I've seen it um, three times now with Amanda. It was okay. the third time. And it came out in 2015, and um, it's basically uh, a guy gets invited back to his ex-wife's house and okay. uh, with amongst uh, other old friends, and they're having a dinner party, and it's like the night gets really weird, and um, I don't think it's so much of a, a secret, um, but something something happened between them. Um, I, I don't want to spoil it just in case. It's not in the trailers or something like that, but something had happened in their marriage um, that was really hard to get through. And so this is like the first time they're seeing each other again. And now she is uh, very like ethereal and weird and all this stuff. And they're having a dinner party with her new husband. So it's, it's already okay. kind of just a weird premise. Um, it gets kind of um, like darker. It turns darker and stuff as the evening goes on. But it, um, I remembered it more. I wanted Amanda to watch it because it's, um, it's a movie that when I first saw it, it didn't really, I was like, yeah, it was good, but I didn't love it. But then it just stuck with me. I could, I, I, I still have thought of this movie. Like I probably watched it around the time it came out. And four years later, I was still like, man, that was really kind of cool though. And I'm really glad I rewatched it with her because that helped me. Like you were saying with, um, mayhem, like maybe with friends, you know, that's a different experience Mm -hmm. that would help. I think with this, it was a very Amanda movie once we got into it. And I was like, oh, this like elevates my experience with the movie. But also yeah. it, watching it again a few years later kind of confirmed all the stuff I loved about it and all the stuff I wasn't sure about like kind of went away and I was like, no, I, I, I like it. So um, it's a really cool kind of slow burn movie. It's very um, anxiety inducing and very nerve wracking and stuff. And uh, yeah, so I'm glad I watched it again and I would highly recommend it. So yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw this on Netflix like the same day I decided to watch Mayhem. So <laughs> it's like the inverse of you. So um, I, I saw this and I saw that it's like a, a mystery thriller. Yeah. And I know my wife likes mysteries. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, well, I'll, I'll wait. Um, but I, I did watch like part of the trailer that was okay. like on the Netflix like loading uh-huh, screen sure. or whatever. Um, and I saw the one guy and I was like, is that is that fucking uh, <laughs> man Tom Hardy? Oh that, yeah, uh, right. Logan Marshall Green. It's one he of the looks clones. Just like Tom Hardy. Yeah, he was um, on uh, the OC years ago, um, hmm. and he's a bigger actor now. He's in, um, he's in the I can't remember what it's called that movie that came out in the last year where he's like um, uh, upgrade. I was literally about to say he's upgraded with like technology. He's that guy who's like upgraded with like computers so he can fight really fast or whatever. Um, oh yeah. But he is Ryan's older, the main character in the OC. It's his older brother who gets out of prison and oh, starts like dating his friends and stuff. Um, so I never expected much of him like as an actor, like coming out of the OC or whatever, but he's, he's yeah. become a bigger actor and he's really good in this because it's a very uh, more like a adult story, you know, than I'd seen him in, I guess. 
Um, yeah, he was in Spider-Man: Homecoming as well. He's like the the guy who did the um, yeah the shocker gauntlets yeah. on first. Yeah, and I remember seeing him in that. I was like, did they put Tom Hardy in this? Oh my god, I know so it. It's the second time I've had that reaction. He to, is, uh, to he him, but definitely looks like Tom Hardy, especially like if you look at him quick, like on a poster or like in the right light mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. definitely there. Um, if you see him out in a restaurant, you just like turn around, look at yeah. him, and then turn <laughs> yeah. back. Is it Tom Hardy? Do we need to say hi? No. It's just Logan Marshall Green? Okay, cool. I'll probably just wait. <laughs> yeah. You just scream, are you Venom at him, and <laughs> yeah. then run away. Um, I'm trying to remember, too. There's there's one other guy. I never know his name. He's uh, he's like a character actor. Um, but he, uh, he, he shows up in this film, and he's so creepy. Um, there's a... He's in Gothica. Um, I cannot remember his name. But, yeah, it has some cool people that show up um, kind of later on, and... They are uh, as, as it goes on, it just gets like the movie gets creepier and creepier. So I, I, I think it's a very good like uh, like nighttime and just like it's not so uh, it's not like a horror movie the whole time. It's like a thrill, like you said, like a mystery thriller type thing. But then uh, yeah. it has its dark turns as well. So, OK, yeah, yeah. Highly recommend it. Um, awesome. Yeah, I definitely want to check that yeah, out. Yeah, for sure, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So for me, um, I was kind of trying to be all over the place with horror like yeah. in different different media. Um, I know the first two things I mentioned were films, but the first one I didn't watch. So yeah. mm, <laughs> me. The, the next thing I want to mention, though, is a comic series. That comic series is uh, about one Mr. Al Simmons. Um, do you know who Al, Al Simmons, Simmons is, Stephen? That sounds familiar. Richard Simmons' brother. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Al Simmons is the character known as Spawn. Oh, okay. Uh, he's a, uh, uh, Todd McFarlane's creator, own character. Nice. Created him and uh, started publishing him back at uh, when Image Comics first started in 1992. Recently, Spawn hit the 300-issue milestone, cool. which tied it for the longest-running creator uh, creator-owned comic book series of all time, and then 301 came out after that, taking the record and breaking the record of uh, the longest running, and uh, there's no intention of stopping. So at this point, every issue that comes out is, is setting a record. Mm-hmm. But I read issues uh, of, of Spawn. I read issues 296 to 301, and um, I started at 296 because that was supposed to be like... Um, like the starting of leading into issue 300 and, and on. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, 296 and 297 essentially recap the, the previous, you know, 295 issues of, of Spawn. So it kind of mm. tells you who cool. Al Simmons is, how he became Spawn, yada, yada, yada. A lot of that stuff I knew, um, but some of the other stuff kind of mentions other characters that have been brought in since then. Um, I used to read Spawn back in the day, have fallen off over the past, I don't know, 15 years or whatever. But... Um, so it's a nice primer to like kind of set you up to catch up on things and, mm-hmm. and, and move you forward. Or so I thought. Uh-oh. So issues 298 <laughs> and 299, they hit you hard Uh-oh. with where the character is now without a whole lot of setup. So evidently the, the do you know anything about Spawn? Not and, a have ton. You seen the movie I had anything? seen the movie a long time ago, and okay. uh, I've always thought the character design is just really fucking cool. Yeah, um, yeah, but I've never read the books or I don't, I don't know a whole lot about the backstory or anything like that. Yeah. So Al Simmons was a, an assassin, a government assassin who was taken out by his own government. And uh, his he eventually went to hell for killing all these people. And the, the devil 
uh, made a bargain with him to say, hey, I'll, I'll let you go back, but you have to be my my knight, essentially, mm. and, and go back. So, um, and some of the, the stories have changed and later twists have been added and whatnot, but um, generally speaking, that's, that's kind of the main story. So he goes back, but it's five years later, the devil... Pff, Pulled a one up on what? him, you know. Probably Santa's idea. Mm-hmm. Sounds sounds about right. He checked that list once, and he was like, "Wait, wait, wait, we're gonna change it five years later." They sent it down it the can phone. Santa said true. no. <laughs> yeah. So um, he, he goes back five years later. Um, his wife at the time uh, is now married to somebody else. They they have a kid and whatnot. So we get all that. Smash cut to today where evidently Al Simmons is like he's like um, a normal man now. Um, oh, I forgot to mention he he was like burned, mm. uh, burned alive. So anytime Spawn would have his mask off, he was just like charred flesh. Um, at a certain point, uh, he crossed over with Batman and Batman threw a batarang in his face. Just to be a dick. <laughs> so he had these like shoelace stitches on his face. But um, but now he's like able to transform back into his like regular normal appearance. Um and evidently his secret identity's gone out uh, and he's made it public and mentioned that the governments of the world are up to some shady business but it's weird because like it's 2019 like yeah obviously yeah like every i i you know every government is up to some bullshit yeah. like but i don't know if maybe he like spilled cigarettes like they don't get too specific as to, okay. to what 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 that is um, oh, and I should mention that that uh, Spawn is an African American man. Like he's he was one of the like first like big mainstream African American mm. characters. So before like, um, well, I mean, before he like got popular, it was like it was it was uh, more more of a pioneer than um, like Blade or whatever. Uh-huh. So it was like Spawn came out in '97, the movie. And then Blade after that, mm, and, yeah. and so on. Um, even those the characters like Blade and Falcon and Black Panther predate Spawn. Uh, Spawn was one of the the bigger ones that really caught yeah. the, the public public's eye. So issues like three hundred and three hundred one. There's a lot of setup in like three hundred for like things that are coming, and Spawn gets new powers and he gains a new appearance and whatnot. So I'm like, okay, so this is three hundred. It's an extra sized issue. There are more pages mm. in there. I'm like, okay, so there's going to be some payoff in 301 yeah. and watches this into that. So I get to the, the, the last two pages of 300 are this guy, like, walking up this mountain, and he's walking up to a temple, and the outside of the temple looks like one of the demons from the Spawn mythos, mm. and, and, and that's it. Like, the guy just walks into this mountain. So the letters page... On, in that issue says okay so here's what each of these stories in this issue break down and that particular one is like yeah so this one really sets that this war has been going on for a long time these these the uh, these characters have been around for a long time and you're like yeah you're, you're dealing with heaven and hell yeah it's established <laughs> been around for centuries yeah, we know it's not really like yeah you've talked about it yourself so um then i get to 301 i'm like okay so it's time to start like bringing some of these threads together nope just a lot more setup of all these different <laughs> things. So I really wanted to be into this. Like the the writing is like pretty choppy. Mm. Um, there's also some like weird lettering issues where like lettering in in this like text box or word balloon will be this size, but then on the same page lower, it's a smaller font mm. for some reason. But it's not like 
like normally they would do that if somebody's whispering but that wasn't the case it's just like they i don't know uh, it's it's really bizarre yeah. some of the choices in there but um i really wanted to to like these these issues and i thought like the first two issues where they like did some of the backstory and uh, explaining what had you know taken place were pretty good but uh, mm, mm. i think i'm good <laughs> going forward yeah so would um, you keep going now cool, like to no, finally get no, a payoff or no no i'm yeah i'm good i'm that good that sucks it, like, yeah, but it's it's fine. It, it, it's kind of like fun to dip in and out yeah. of, of ongoing series like that. And I do like that Todd McFarlane is still the one that's like shepherding all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he he was the original writer artist um, and he's just primarily like writing the, the series now. Um, and he has other artists work for him and they're they're pretty good artists. Um, Jason and Sean Alexander is a really, really talented artist. But um, the the story is just like, I don't know, like I I there's just not enough meat there. It's like somebody mm. like trying real hard to be like depth and, 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 and uh, like story filled and everything, but it's just, just not, not quite there. Like, like some of the, the reasons for some of the changes throughout spawns like history is because, Oh, this isn't working. We're, we're not selling as much before. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, we're going to kill Al Simmons permanently. So he's dead. So we're going to add a new spawn on there. And it, uh, they changed it to this, like, white guy. And that was, like, a, the story for a little while, and that didn't work. And then before that, they had, like, this this female character that was the new Spawn mm-hmm. going forward. But then in the story, they're like, oh, yeah, and uh, we did that because of uh, this reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it just kind of it has a, a smattering of uh, trying to, like, force mythology in there that doesn't really make sense. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot of that, but... Uh, yeah, I, I'm glad that I I like bought the issues and I've got the the 300 301st like paper issues instead mm-hmm. of digital, uh, and I'll probably keep those just because they're um, they're significant in the history of like comics. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as like going forward, I might like check it out if they like get a new writer on there because Todd McFarlane's a little uh, ham fisted <laughs> yeah. on his, his writing. <laughs> what was the other um, series you said that had reached 300? What was the the, the previous record holder? So, so the other one is a series called uh, Cerebus, hmm. which is about a barbarian aardvark. Um, <laughs> it was the longest course. running before Spawn. That's it so was funny. the longest running, three hundred issues. Wow. Yeah, so so Spawn tied it and then broke that record. But um, yeah, and I would eventually like to go back and and maybe check out Cerebus. Hmm. But um, part of me is like, nah, because that that uh, creator is problematic. He's got oh, okay. some like fucked up issues about women Mm -hmm. so like even though like part of me wants to to read the the series because of like the immense work that went into it Mm -hmm. another part of me is like "Mm, but fuck this guy though yeah so well so i was was wondering i guess that um it feels almost like um walking dead like the series just like ending Mm -hmm. on a high note like it, it felt like the previous series might have ended at 300 issues just to be like yeah we're like we we're we've done what we came here to do like how much more can you really do? Yeah. And I'm worried. And like the way you're talking about these issues for spawn, it feels like he's just like, Oh, I can keep going for forever. They won't be mm-hmm. quality, but I, <laughs> we can keep it going. You know, at a certain yeah. point, like maybe you're just supposed to stop or yeah. you're just going, like you're saying, like putting in mythos that doesn't make sense or mm-hmm. changing things around, you know, whatever. Like it just feels like maybe it's like you should have stopped at 300, you know, <laughs> something, something like well, that. So, yeah. Or, or change the creative team or, or something, yeah. you know, uh, brought in a, a co-writer um, because like, even though like I don't enjoy the series personally, I do like that it's around and mm-hmm. it's a creator owned series. Like 
Todd McFarlane is in full control That's of cool. what happens to that character, yeah. which I think is awesome. Um, and, you know, especially with him you know, writing the movie that's coming out and going to direct it um, eventually, mm. if, if it ever gets made. Um, I, I think that's impressive as well, to be able to do what you want in multiple media with your character that you created. Yeah. I think that's pretty badass. But um, but he's kind of George Lucasing it. A little bit. Right? Like, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I would yeah. love for George to, to have the rights and have been doing all this stuff too, but I'd also like George to be good. So <laughs> if he's not good, then I want JJ, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing about... Um, Spawn is like he's he's brought in like he's like very hands on at times with Spawn, mm-hmm. but if he trusts the creator, like he's had totally different writers and artists on there at the same time to where mm. he didn't really like do anything with the book okay. other than be like serving like an editorial purpose or gotcha. whatever. Um, but so he's like back to writing it again. Yeah, more than yeah. okay. Yeah, and for for people who dig it, and maybe it's just me like jumping in in the last like six issues. Mm. Uh, maybe if you know you're you're you've been on it since the beginning or whatever. Maybe you're used to that type of writing and like the the story choices and everything. But for me, it, it, it was fun to like dip into, but then you know dip back out. Yeah, of okay. Because uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll check it out later down the road when mm-hmm. the creative team changes or whatever. But for right now, you know, it is what it is. Hey, that's cool. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you yeah. can uh, you can be not a fan of reading or can actually consuming the media, but also be you know, a supporter still. So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And, and the reasons are, are, are there. So, um, yeah. and he's going to hold that record for a long time. Yeah. Like he's already solicited the the next, at least like three issues. So at the very least, you know, 304 would yeah. be like the next record to beat. So, and, I mean, yeah. that's going to take a long time. No yeah. signs of stopping. Yeah. Cause someone else would yeah. have had to started like whatever 94 or like, you know, right. at some point <laughs> to like catch up to that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, right on. Um, yeah. I would like to maybe. I, I like the art so much. I, I've liked the character design. That'd be fun to to read, like you know, a selection of issues from mm-hmm. from the series at some point or whatever, like a one storyline or something like that. Just to see what it's like. Yeah. But I kind of like the idea of dipping in and out anyway of of major series um, because that's been my background mostly with comics is yeah one offs and and then uh, man. Speaking of, we haven't read anything with the Avengers in a while. Nope. Is it still going on? I assume. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, Look, we'll get back to it. Yeah. We've, been, we've been busy with uh, with different topics. Oh, we've got so much so. stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think maybe a better way to do it is maybe do like a story arc at a time and then talk about it. Seems it. like yeah. I think yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah. Instead of like each issue along the way. Yeah. Like we'll do it like a like a book or a movie or we'll get the yeah. whole story down and then talk about it after the fact. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, it gives us a little bit more meat on the bone that yeah, way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Instead of being like, and then on page three, mm-hmm. I liked this part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a man who's a gorilla. We don't like that, right? All right it's else? been hard what for else? me, especially to talk about it. I'm not really sure. Like, I, I still never felt like I got my bearings on, like, what I want to mention and, mm-hmm. like, just how to talk about the art um, versus, like, movies I've just talked about for so long. Like, I just know more people. I can bring more you know, flash to it or whatever. I can make yeah. connections. And in comic books, it's like those pages are all I've got to work with. And I don't know <laughs> what to say about them. You know, like it's, it looks cool. The colors are good. Yeah. You know, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Music too. Yeah. I, I want to get better about talking about music. Um, mm-hmm. cause I feel like that's been a, a struggle for me. So, Oh yeah. In the future. Um, so I, yeah, we what, will what? be the longest series ever because we need to perfect oh. things over years. 
That's right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes, that is very true, Stephen Fisher. <laughs> hey, speaking what of... What else have you got to talk about? The, uh, the longest-running podcast that I know of is, is Smodcast, and uh, Kevin Smith had been involved in that stuff so early on. And um, just last night I saw... on He's, he's touring around with a new movie, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, yeah. Uh, not Strike Back. Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Um, uh, but he's been uh, touring the country, and he said something about the other day he's going to reopen Smodcastle but um, next to the Quick Stop in New Jersey like I guess where RST <laughs> Video was or something like that I don't know if it was like oh, the wow. same building or, or really next door or whatever mm-hmm. but uh, that's kind of cool because that was that was kind of podcast history so yeah it's kind of neat that's awesome but um, I also heard recently yeah. that he was uh, I guess they got the green light to go ahead and move forward with Clerks 3 yeah I read that? some stuff about it yeah um, That's crazy. I didn't think that was ever going to get made. You know, it's funny because he's talked about it for so long, and he's he's done, like, table reads of, like, various mm-hmm. scripts. I think there's two that I've heard about that he's done stuff mm-hmm. with. And then now this third one is going to be a completely different script um, and a new story or whatever. So that that's intriguing. I, I don't know if there's a copy of the other ones online. I'd love to read them and just see what he was thinking. Uh, maybe he'll mm-hmm. do that eventually. But, um, but yeah, I, I find it interesting. You know, we're big Kevin Smith fans and stuff, but... Um, I want to see this new one, but I'm not as excited about it um, as like when we went to see Red State live. Like that was mm-hmm. really cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily care to go see this movie live. I would love to see them Q and A and stuff live again, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, You're I'm still about excited reboot? about yeah reboot. Yeah. yeah. Um, although I've heard it's it's um, a good return to form to the Vius mm-hmm. universe and stuff, and um, they've been doing some fun stuff. You know, they got their their handprints uh, at the Chinese theaters in Hollywood and. Ben Affleck mm-hmm. was there to introduce them, which is cool that they're all friends That's again awesome, and stuff. Yeah. So um, feels like Kevin basically after his heart attack, he's getting his life really a lot better than he ever you know even knew, and he's had a pretty cool life. So um, man, you know what? There's some like there's some uh, I don't I don't even know what the the word is, but like Kevin Smith has been like such a a part of my youth mm-hmm. and like growing up, my adolescence into like adulthood. To where, um, okay, I'll put it like this. So I feel like, as a company, DC Comics is doing well when their Superman books are good. Like, regardless of what Batman or Wonder Woman or whatever are doing. Mm-hmm. I feel like Superman is um, is kind of the, uh, the, the guiding light mm-hmm. of that, that publisher. I feel like uh, pop culture in general is doing well when I feel like Kevin Smith feels good about things, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, like, um, I, I get some solace knowing that, um, like he feels better, like he's, mm-hmm. he's lost weight and everything. And I'm not like saying that to be like, Oh, he shouldn't be fat. I'm just saying like for his health, oh, yeah, you know, after having that heart attack and everything. Um, and, uh, he seems to be creatively firing on all cylinders, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it uh, just makes me feel good. It makes me happy yeah. for him. Oh, yeah. I don't know him. Obviously, you and I saw him at that Red State mm-hmm. screening. We could have licked his ankles. We did yeah. not. Oh, man. But we could I have. I can imagine the taste. We were that close. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah, he's, uh, he just seems like a good soul, good, yeah. good guy. And uh, I definitely mm-hmm. like hearing good things happening for him. And uh, mm-hmm. they've been doing some really cool stuff lately with promoting this movie. But also, yeah. you know, doing doing some cool stuff. Um, like I've heard in the recent years that the Chinese theater thing is actually not a scam, but it's like you you basically just pay them to do it. Like it's not like a really that exclusive. You just pay them like five grand, 
and there's like some stuff they go through and like they make sure that you're like a star i guess but um wait what what is this the the hollywood thing where you put your finger your handprints and footprints oh okay. it's actually like a i think it's that one it's like it's not really like this like hollywood thing where they like promote you and like put you they want to put you there because you're famous it's like you give them money to do it oh, okay. like you pay them five five thousand dollars to be a yeah. part of it or whatever and then they do like the ceremony or something like that oh, okay. i think the stars yeah. are kind of the same way there's maybe they're both um but it was cool too like he on his instagram he was talking about um he did his handprints and, and feet prints and then there's a little like circle next to his his stuff and um they had brought his dad's urn um with his ashes with them because his dad was the one whenever they first went there when they were kids that he said maybe one day your your name will be here kevin and so oh, wow. they brought his dad to it because he couldn't be there and took pictures and stuff and then he at the last moment just pressed it into the concrete as well so that his dad will be there with him forever and i was like that's incredible. that's fucking touching man um yeah yeah so it's just yeah good good things happening to a good guy is always great so yeah yeah yeah, there we go. That's a good way to put that. Yeah. Um, so getting back into uh, some horror talk, though, um, Amanda and I the other day put on A Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, part one, the original. And I just wanted to mention again that uh, each time I revisit this movie, uh, cause I, I might have mentioned this before, but um, it still holds up to me and I really, really dig it. It's fucking creepy. Cool. And Wes Craven does a fucking phenomenal job. What an iconic um I was going to say creature, but like monster in the world, you know, to have mm-hmm. in Freddy Krueger. It's so, you know, everybody knows exactly what it is. And as such, I, you know, iconic, um, the sweater, the hat, the, the knife glove and everything. So it was really cool. Yeah. And, uh, Amanda also really likes that movie and we watched it the other night, but, um, I haven't seen the rest of the series. I, I'm sure I've seen parts of them when I was a kid. My brother, Danny was a huge, huge fan of the series growing up. And so I remember like, I'm sure if I rewatched some other movies, I'd be really intrigued um, to see like what like nostalgia bombs, as I say, will blow up in my face as I watch them. Mm-hmm. But uh, we did put on uh, Nightmare on Elm Street two afterwards. Okay. Um, yeah. Have you ever seen uh, that one in particular? I don't think so. Like okay. I don't remember watching many of the Freddy movies mm-hmm. that much. Like I, I'm, I think I've seen like bits and pieces of them. Yeah over time but I, I don't know that I've watched uh, any of them all the way through I don't know the storyline just story because line. I was so freaked out yeah oh them, yeah there you go when yeah. I was good yeah I don't know the storyline of the sequels at all really just the first one and then um, I think it's like a new nightmare where Freddy like comes to real life and it's all kind of like a meta thing okay. before Scream you remember that so one that one I saw yeah. I remember seeing that one at the drive through with my mom mm-hmm. and I was just like wow this is so weird yeah <laughs> I want to revisit that one because it seemed a little um, goofy at the time um, yeah, but uh, mm-hmm. it also was like a precursor to Scream being so meta and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it maybe it was a little too meta or whatever. I don't know. So I've, I've always been curious about it, but I'd like to go revisit it. But um, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, I had heard about only in the last year or the last few years, um, is like a gay anthem and like to the, oh, really? to the gay community. And, um, yeah. and so I was like, I really – I'm curious about this. And I read some stuff and, and basically um, – I guess a lot of people read into this movie. It's it's about a, a guy instead of a girl who's like the main final girl, essentially. And they okay. don't talk about it ever, though. They, he's not gay in the movie. They don't mention that. But there's a lot of weird scenes. And like people would talk about them. And when I would, I would watch them, I'd be like, yeah, that's pretty weird. So one of them was um, – there's like a scene with him getting – 
it's like the, the coach, they're like coach and gym class is kind of like weird and maybe touchy a little bit. And there's something about like the main guy's like pants being pulled down. He's in a jock strap. And like there's all this like weird imagery and like people suggesting things to him and like the way Freddy suggests things to him. And essentially because he's the final girl, which nobody had really seen and nobody talks about in the movie, they do a lot of quote unquote girly things for his role. Like he's kind of the damsel in distress, I guess, in it. Um, and we, so we tried to watch it. Amanda and I both like, I think we turned it off like halfway so far. I want to finish it, but she was really not into it. It's, it's not as good as the first one by far. And, um, yeah. but I, just for that reason alone, I was like, I really need to explore what this movie is about. Cause I never knew about it. And it's mm-hmm. like, I thought it was just like, Oh, some people see this in it. But like, I, the more I looked online, it's like, there's a huge community of people who were like, I never saw myself represented on screen. In a horror oh, capacity okay. until this movie. And this kid is obviously gay or whatever. Like, I thought that was so interesting mm-hmm. that it's not only like, oh, a subversive thing they did in the 80s. It was like, this was like, help people. <laughs> like, that's so crazy mm-hmm. to me. I never knew about this. And so it's yeah. really intriguing to me. So uh, I just want to throw that out there. I didn't know if anybody else had heard of this stuff before. Um, but I thought, what an intriguing thing to hear so many years later about Nightmare on Elm Street 2. That came out in like 85 or 86, somewhere in there. And uh, yeah. was was a, a bridge to people in the '80s when they didn't have one. Uh, what a weird thing! So, yeah, that's some weird connective tissue. Yeah. it's quite <laughs> strange. So, I, I I'm excited to to finish it eventually. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it wasn't my favorite. I I do want to see part three. It's called the Dream Warriors, and I feel like there's something in that that seems like I've seen that one out of all of them. So I kind of want to mm-hmm. watch that one. Um, to, and I, I think there's like it's like the teens like gear up to fight Freddy together in the dreams and I'm like that sounds okay. badass um, yeah. so I'm really excited to watch that one and maybe like things will come back but part two I watched and I was like I don't remember anything of this I don't know I've ever seen this movie <laughs> really just that first okay. one so yeah yeah wow that's crazy okay um, isn't Kevin Bacon in one of these movies he was in um, um, the other one the Friday the 13th so oh, okay. Johnny Depp. And that has Chucky in it. So, wait, wait, what? <laughs> Friday, yes, and Chucky's there. Okay. Um, Leatherface is in this one. The second okay. he was introduced in this as a uh, well, he was introduced in the seventies, but then uh, this was like a prequel. It's all it's all okay. very convoluted, but yeah. um, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yes, uh, Chucky was there. Okay, and then in Bride of Chucky, that one stars Jason Voorhees. Yes. And he fights Jason Alexander from Seinfeld. But Jason Voorhees is played by Jason Bateman in his role as Teen Wolf 2. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is insane. Yeah. But it makes sense, if, obviously. If you, the 80s were a crazy time. Everybody was on cocaine. <laughs> it really was a connected universe. We just never talked about it. Yeah. They did it Boy, first. The, the HCU, the Horror Cinematic Universe. Yeah. That's all right there. Yep. Jeez, Marvel. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah. Couldn't even change get, it. Get an More than one idea. letter. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, well, you know what? Uh, speaking of slashers, I've got a TV mm. show I want to mention. American Horror Story 1984, which is currently airing. Awesome. The first five episodes are out right now. Um, I don't know how many episodes this season is going to be. Mm. Um, at the beginning of American Horror Story's run, they were like 13 episode seasons. But I think later they pared it down to like... 10 or something like that much better yeah for so if i can get them down to just like one 12 minute episode <laughs> yeah that'd be perfect. if you guys could shrink this down until i don't know about two hours 
Yeah. And I can just watch it all in one go. That'd be great. Do you do you want a I movie? Wanna, yeah. I want to start a Netflix series called Elevator Pitch, where mm-hmm. I'm just standing in an elevator. Somebody walks in. We're on we're on uh, the ground floor. We're going up to floor three. They have to <laughs> tell me what the show is and then get out once the door's open. That would be perfect for me. I kind of like the idea of Elevator Pitch. Um, you, It's like a, you're bombarding people. People don't know that they're on the show. Um, mm-hmm. You're doing that, and you get to see how how many floors you get based on what they pick. Oh, okay. And then okay. you have that long to do whatever you need to do. Oh, okay. So I pitch to them. So it could be a lot, yeah, or it could be mm-hmm. a little. I think you can okay. do it, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, going back to our maybe off-air conversation, I feel like uh, you could you could wing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get through that. That's what little, the, little they improv. say at the Duck Church, you know? Wing it. Is that what they say quack, at the Duck Wing it, quack quack. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. all one saying. Yeah, yeah so it's part of it. <laughs> you got to end everything with quack quack. It's it's mm-hmm. only polite. Mm-hmm. That makes now, sense. if you want to, if you see a duck and you're not pleased with them, like this is not something that the church um, authorizes or would represent. Uh-huh. But you can tell a, a duck to go flap off. So what? Mm-hmm. I like it that. Be, it can be done. Yeah, like I. Sometimes I see the, the congregation waddle out, and I'm like, oh, have, have a great day. Oh, you know, may, may, may the ducks bless you. And then every once in a while, I'll see someone. I'm like, oh, fucking, uh, fucking dearth over there, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, dearth can go f- flap off as far as I'm concerned. I just say it under my breath, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, then I eat some rosary beads. <laughs> Is that how it works? Yeah, it helps clean me out. Of <laughs> <laughs> all the sin. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, and they turn into anal beads for later. Yeah, That's exactly. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. A little something for me, a little something for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't remember... There was, Oh, I was going to say, I thought it was an author. Uh, scratch that. There was a, uh, a little Reddit story earlier about a guy who became an inf- infamous um, serial killer, like back in the 30s or something like that. And they were like, mm-hmm. he was actually... Um, caught at like seven and eight years old beating up little boys, but they just like gave him a slap on the wrist. They were like, just don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. But then he was imprisoned for two months at 14 for masturbating. His parents turned him in and he was imprisoned for two months for that. What? <laughs> this is a true story. And he became a serial killer later in life. And I'm like, the beating up little boys when he was a kid, probably he was already there, but like jailing mm-hmm. someone for masturbating is probably also not helping them on their journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was his, like, new release, you know? Exactly. Just keep it to himself, yeah. take care of business. He's like, oh, this is all I needed to do. I'm fine now. Yeah. 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 And now, Jeez, no. yeah, they had to go well, do that to him, so. Dovetailing back into... Uh, Absolutely. American Horror Story. So, uh, 1984. Don't know how long it's running, but so far, it's it's pretty good. It's uh, five episodes in. This se- uh, yeah, this season is about a slasher. They change mm-hmm. um, themes from season to season. I guess overall it's a like connected universe though. So like you'll see some characters show up in in later seasons and whatnot, mm-hmm. which can be jarring sometimes because sometimes um, like they'll reuse actors, but they'll have Sarah Paulson play this character in this season, but then like later in the season she 
plays one of the characters she played in a previous season. Oh, okay. Um, so it, it, it can be a little bit jarring if, if you're not up on your history or whatever. But uh, this season takes place in 1984. Uh, it is as 80s as possible. Like Sweet. they've nailed the costuming. Uh-huh. This one dude, I can't remember his name, but he's this he's this white guy. He's got like this one dangling earring in his left ear. He's got the frosted tips, and like his clothing is just like acid wash jeans. Um, he's got the flipped up collar and everything. He looks like Badass. he's going to turn into Rocksteady or Bebop at any given moment. <laughs> but the vi- I got but, it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So um, they uh, in in this this season is about slashers, mm. um, which is like piqued my interest. I haven't watched the last couple of seasons, um, just haven't stayed up with it. But that kind of piqued my interest because uh, even though I'm not big on horror, I do like the idea of slashers and mm-hmm. like a mythology there or whatever. Um, so. This season takes place, like, I, I get to pull in a lot of tropes. You would probably know a lot better than I would. Um, but there's a, a camp that's involved. A, a, a murder happens at a camp. And eventually this guy gets locked up at an insane asylum. He breaks out. So a little bit of Jason Voorhees, mm-hmm. a little bit of uh, Mike Myers mm-hmm. in there. Um, Bring yeah, back then, Shrek. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Long one. Whoops. <laughs> um, so uh, there are... Okay, let me say it like this. So since each episode is right around an hour, the first two episodes comprise to me what I feel like is an, uh, a full like slasher film. Mm-hmm. But at the end of that, that movie, um, there's a twist which kind of brings you forward mm-hmm. into the, the remaining episodes. Okay. So as I was watching the, the second episode with my wife, I was like, it seems like something's got to happen because it seems like we're at the end of this slasher movie, so something's got to break. And then sure enough, mm. there's a, a twist there. And um, then like each episode thereafter, we get some backstory on the people at the camp and other new characters are brought in from their backstory and it and it changes things a little bit. And... Um, th- yeah, there's there's not a lot I can I can say totally. without uh, spoiling something, but um, I'll just say that there's a a killer from real life that's like brought into oh. the series as well, um, and uh, man, it's just like it's it's fun, but also like really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, there are points in American Horror Story, like previous seasons, where I've been like, all right, this is stupid. It's like being like weird just to be weird, which is a, like a turnoff for me, but up to this point i'm i'm all in on it i i'm really looking forward to seeing like what happens later because some like major things just like happen to these characters and i like it's it's hard to predict where they're gonna go there was a season a few years ago called roanoke Mm -hmm. and it starts out like it it changes like the type of show it is like every four episodes Mm. and it's it was polarizing for like some some viewers my wife and i we loved it because cool. like every four episodes hey something different is gonna happen yeah but they didn't really like tell you like that's how it was split up um i just remember seeing um something from uh the the showrunner who's also the showrunner of glee i know uh, Ryan, Ryan Murphy, <laughs> yeah he does a lot of weird stuff but um he uh he had mentioned oh yeah so something's gonna happen there's gonna be a twist you know later on so just watch for that but um it started out as like a like a documentary and then it changed to something else and then changed Mm -hmm. another time um but we enjoyed that overall so it's possible that this series could do the same thing i i don't know where it's where it's going from here but it's one of these series where it's like 
tell me a story, you know, mm. just, just tell me what, what story you've got. I'm, I'm all in on it so far. So I'm, I'm digging in. And speaking of Glee, um, did you watch Glee? I did. Yeah. Most the, of it. Uh, the main, the main like vocal teacher. I can't, can't think of his uh-huh. name. Um, but Mr. he's Shoe. in this season. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mr. Shu. Yeah. He's in this season. Awesome. And, I love that uh, guy. Man, it's, <laughs> he's 70 as fuck as well. Like yeah. he's got the 70s hair. He's got the, the bitch and mustache. Dude, sweet. Got the, uh, the calf high socks and sneakers. So, oh, be, um, he'd be good yeah, that. I think, yeah. Yeah. I think if, if you wanted to like jump into a season, cause that's kind of the cool thing about American horror stories. You can really kind of just start wherever. Uh-huh. And then if you want to work backward, you can, um, I think this would be a good one to, because you haven't seen any of the, the seasons, right? No, and this is another one that I was very excited. Mm-hmm. I'm specifically wa- excited to watch this new season, obviously, because yeah. um, the 80s mm-hmm. and stuff and the slasher. But, um, yeah, I mentioned I wanted to start one, and um, I almost did yesterday start this one, but I'm glad I, I wanted yeah. I, I thought all the seasons or all the episodes were out for it, mm-hmm. um, and I might want to wait uh, for the rest of them. Do you, are they coming out soon, like within October? Do you know? Um, or are they like once a week? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's yeah, it's weekly. Okay. But I don't know how far they're going. If yeah. they're going to go past October into November, or if they're ending right around Halloween oh. because of when they started. I actually um, see it. But, um, November thirteenth will be the last one, and there there are nine okay. episodes. Wow. Okay, yeah. down from ten. Yeah. Hell yeah. So it was progress. Yes, yeah, it was twelve the first <laughs> uh, season, thirteen for the next three, twelve, okay. ten, eleven, ten, and then now nine. So they've they've hovered around ten um, since mm-hmm. Roanoke. That was ten. Does it say what the the season with eleven episodes was? Uh, cult. Cult. Yeah, the one that's like about the right wing party and stuff. Oh, okay. Like a Trump type world. That one sounds yeah, interesting right. to me too. Yeah. And then ten for Boy. Apocalypse, and then nine for nineteen eighty four. Okay. Yeah, we didn't watch Apocalypse. We also didn't watch the Hotel season. That was twelve. That was yeah. Like, yeah, that one was just like weird. Yeah, I'm, that's the thing. Is like I, 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 I'm taking your advice to heart, basically. Where I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. just find one that sounds more interesting than the rest of them, and just start mm-hmm. there, basically. You know, so I'm yeah. just trying to figure out which one that is, and I think it's 1984. So maybe I just need to pick I, it up now, and then when the rest of it comes out, I finish it. You know, it's not too long. Yeah, so. and typically the uh, the seasons show up on Hulu after. Mm-hmm. Like when the new season is starting to air, so yeah. I guess you could potentially wait till um, next October. Mm-hmm. Assuming uh, the Earth isn't destroyed by climate change, but uh, <laughs> that's the that's the gamble you take. No, you know? no, no, nuclear weapons, Brent. Oh, mm, one way or the other. One way, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. We're working towards it, everybody. All yeah, multiple absolutely. fronts. Um, that's cool, though. I'm really glad to hear that you're digging it. And uh, I had heard, um, I can't remember if it was uh, Cargill I follow the, the writer on on um, Twitter, or if it was one of the guys from Slash Films uh, mm-hmm. or Slash, Slash Film. Um, had mentioned, uh, if you like Stranger Things, you'll like 1984. It's just Stranger Things, you know, with actual, like, blood and gore or whatever, I guess. Uh, yeah. well, Stranger Things has blood and gore, too, I guess. But, um, but they were like, it's some kind of feeling, but, in, but different, you know, so. Yeah, this is very, like, um, like, the only thing they don't do is show nudity. Mm-hmm. Like, they. Man, that sucks for a slasher. Like a yeah. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, otherwise they, they get like very like gory. Yeah. Like intestines. Intestines. Ante- intestines <laughs> like uh, spilled out and everything. I think we're going to so. say and testicular. They get very gory and, and testicular. <laughs> yeah, but everybody can see Nards. That's not like. That's usually fine. in a kid's cartoon. Even yeah, Wolfman's got that's them. Fine. <laughs> that's what I hear. Yep. Well, cool, man. Yeah, I'm very excited yeah. to, to end up watching that then. 
Um, oh, it has Billy Lord in it. Sweet. It does have Billy Lord. Yeah, yeah. awesome. And then Matthew Morrison and, uh, was Emma the, Roberts. Yeah, yeah. Emma Roberts uh, is the one that like she she's been okay in some things. I'm I'm trying to to like her a little bit more. Um, yeah, it, she doesn't it sell me like, all the time. Like oftentimes when I've seen her, she's I think early on in her career she played like Nancy Drew or something like that. Oh yeah, maybe. And, yep. And she was 2007. She yeah. And so to avoid being typecast as like the the sweet girl or whatever, she did a bunch of movies mm. and whatnot where she was um, not so nice, you know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a nasty woman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but this season is a, a little bit different so far. Yeah, um, cool. Again, there could be twists or whatever, but yeah. Yeah, it's like I, like um, I hated. Uh, I, I mentioned it recently. I, I tried to rewatch Scream Four all over again, and mm. I fucking hate her in that movie. She's just yeah. a bad actress in that movie. I don't like it. I don't buy her in the role at all. Um, but then it, um, she's been in other things that I, I thought, uh, yeah, We're the Millers. I thought she was great in We're the Millers. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, that's the one that really was like, okay, I could like her or whatever. She could be good. So yeah. I, I'd like to give her a chance, especially because she's in stuff that I want to watch like this. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully yeah. that's not too distracting. But, yeah, cool, man. Cool. What do you have? Um, well, next up I have Your Next, which is the movie, not Your I don't Next. Get it. Doesn't make. You're not. I don't, and then it, I don't get it's, the connection. A, it's a movie, hmm. and it's not. I'm not saying you're next. I've, I've I'm next, but it's called You're Next. Is it? Is it like a a TV show but longer? No. You mean a TV like a, episode but longer? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Or a TV show but shorter? Hmm. hmm. I'm going to have to look this up. <laughs> um, yes, you're next. You're next. I had seen this when I first moved to Houston and I worked at Alamo Drafthouse. We had this movie come about. Uh, so we, it was like touring around or whatever. Maybe it finally released. Because mm-hmm. um, this was 2013. It, some, some sources say this movie came out in 2011. I think that was maybe at the festival circuit. But finally came out in early 2013. And I had been really pumped for this movie. It's like about... A group of guys who, oh, it's, I guess it's about a family who's having a family reunion in this really rich old house, and then a, a group of guys come and torment them in animal masks outside their home. They like shoot in crossbows and like do a home invasion and stuff. And um, okay. the animal masks are really cool. It's super creepy. The trailer's really good, from what I remember. And then at Alamo, we got the masks um, shipped in. The studio sent them to us. Oh, for wow. a screening so we had a whole bunch of them yeah. and it was super creepy and it was a lot of fun and then I finally saw the movie and I just really really did not care for it um, okay. <laughs> at the time okay. but it has always again stuck with me like uh, the other one I mentioned earlier um, The Invitation where I was just like well maybe like the, the concept of it really carries it through and then in particular there's um, the main final girl basically of this movie her name is Sharni Vinson uh, who is also from Australia, um, but I think she Crikey. she actually speaks like that. She's not trying to affect a, an American accent in this, but okay. um, but she is basically um, the badass heroine of this movie, and mm-hmm. she is amazing in it. And um, I finally I, I had spent years not liking this movie in my head, but loving her role in it, and some of the concepts and the the creepy animal masks were so good. And so I was like, finally, like, uh, maybe this is a movie like Amanda should watch. She might like this too. And so we put it on, 
And I was finally, for myself and then also with Amanda chiming in, we both can can definitively say we did not like this movie now. Um, <laughs> I, I say that, uh, that's just my opinion, but like lots of people really do like this movie, so I wouldn't really dissuade someone from watching it. Tons of people that I watched, or like when it came out at Alamo that like watched it that I knew were like, it's awesome. Um, I just don't care for it. And... Um, but it has some some cool parts. I would say like watching it once just for her performance and like seeing a badass chick. Uh, she's so fucking cool in it um, is enough. And I'm I'm sad that she's not like been in more things since then. I was really hoping that she would kind of take off because I just really liked her. Um, and Amanda, that was her one thing. She was like she was great. Um, the rest of it, yeah, it was just okay. And yeah. uh, so I looked it up. It's um, it's from this like group of of guys who. Um, I don't like a lot of their movies. Um, they they were a part of like the the VHS anthology series of of movies um, okay. that came out, and I just a lot of people really love those, and I just can't get into them. They're just not that well made, and so I've been trying, um, but I I'm just not sure um, a lot of that group's films, I guess, of of what I like. Um, this one in particular was Adam Wingard, so I like some of his stuff a whole fucking lot, and then some of it. Not really a lot. Um, he did A Horrible Way to Die, which is one of my favorite titles of recent years. And um, <laughs> I didn't really care for the movie, though, unfortunately. You're Next, I thought was a great great idea and then didn't really care for it. I also thought that was a great title. Mm-hmm. He did The Guest, which I loved. Um, it has Dan okay. Stevens from uh, Downton Abbey. Most people know him from. Mm-hmm. But he plays... Legion. Le- Legion, yeah. Uh, yeah. He plays like a guy who's like... Uh, kind of sneaking his way into this family's heart and stuff and he seems like a good guy but he's really not a good guy and it has a kind of 80s tones to it it's really like dark and cool Um, so I loved that one and then he redid Blair Witch that was like a sneaky reboot or reboot cool it did in 2016 which I still haven't heard and then now he's directing Godzilla vs. Kong so that's long story short of all his filmography is to get there it's like I'm not sure what I feel about this guy but he's the next in line for this series um, Wait, did he? Who did it? Well, the uh, the Death Note movie is this mm. the same guy? Did you mention that, or was that somebody else? Death Note. That's right. I skipped over it on accident because I hadn't seen it. But oh yeah, your brain was trying to save. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I remember you did not like that movie. I did not like that yeah. movie. No. So yeah, and he so, did that one too, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you've at least seen that one of his, and I'm just not sure. So your mm-hmm. next uh, is okay. I, I'm not going to watch it again, probably. Uh, this was my my next attempt, you know, and I was just like, yeah, it really does not work for me. Um, some of that. The next the, time you, mm-hmm. you see it on uh, on your TV and uh, it says you're next, are you going to be like, no, I'm not going to just move on? <laughs> yeah, I Keep will. Scrolling. I'm going to say that yeah. to my TV. Yep. And Siri will be like, next? Yeah. You're going to go open the, the door to your house and just scream, no, I'm not. <laughs> So I preempt it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I see a guy in an animal mask, just like, oh, okay, okay, just walk yeah, out. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, damn it, he knows the code. <laughs> and he walks past D. Snyder. He's like, yeah, what can you do, man? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and then because the next, I'm like, it. where that guy? He's like, I, I know, I know. Yeah, I'm leaving yeah. too. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Captain Howdy, more like Captain Goodbye. More like Captain Go On Get. There we go. That's the the one. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, they're uh, hit or miss with that guy. And, um, yeah, that whole group, I I don't know what they call themselves. Um, Wu-Tang Clan? 
<laughs> he was an original member of the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> and I'm just not sure what I think about them. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that whole group, I, I'm just not sure. And then a lot of his in particular, I, I've tried really hard to get into them and um, just really haven't. So if it's your thing out there, that's great. But yeah, for me, I got to stick with other, other things. So You know what? Not everything is for everyone. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Well, speaking of which, so I, uh, I wanted, to, wanted to listen to, to some music. And, uh, you know, I have very specific tastes. Um, and uh, I remember maybe in, like, May or June, I had a, a conversation on Twitter with Mitch from The Terror Table. And uh, we were going back and forth, talking about music and whatnot. And uh, he recommended to me uh, The Silver Scream, which is an album by the band, the metal band, Ice Nine Kills. And, uh, you know, metal music right up my fucking alley, you know? Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, cool. So um, he had mentioned that uh, it's, um, it's an album where all the songs are based on horror franchises. Oh. And uh, so I had um, I'd meant to listen to it right away, but it just got away from me. But I thought, you know what? What better time than now? Mm-hmm on this horror hodgepodge episode to, uh, to listen to it and, and discuss it. Um, so on the, the song, there are 13 tracks. There's a, a special edition or deluxe edition that's coming out later this very week mm. on the 25th, my dear boy, um, which expands it out to like 15 tracks, but, or 16, but a couple of them are like live acoustic versions of these songs, yeah. which is bizarre to say about a metal. Album I know. Yeah. That's acoustic. But, um, let me go through the, uh, the quick list of the, uh, the cinematic inspirations here. So um, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Halloween, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Saw, The Crow. Oh. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't call know it that's a, the horror, horror movie. movie yeah. um, Jaws. So we were correct on doing that one. Nice. As, as a horror episode nice. earlier this year. The Shining, The Devil's Rejects, Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> I give that. It's just, Yeah. It's like, weird looking. I get it. I, 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 I just don't like uh, what's his Burton. What's his ass? Yeah, Tim Burton. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't like Tim Burton enough now that I I have tried to go back and watch Edward Scissorhands, which I think is a pretty cool movie from our youth, and it's just mm-hmm. hard to get into that just because everything's just a Tim Burton movie now, so yeah. they all look the same. It's like I don't. It sucks that it like tainted old movies a little bit too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I like Beetlejuice though. I'll give him. Beetlejuice is awesome. They sell a yeah. uh, one of the inflatable yard Halloween things right now, like at uh, Home Depot and Lowe's and stuff. Is a Beetlejuice worm, like the striped. Oh, really? oh it's awesome. And it has like other worms coming out the, of its mouth. Sandworm. Yeah, the sandworm thing. This looks fucking oh, sweet, cool. dude. Hell yeah! Yeah. yeah. Um, there's also a, a movie they pay homage to called Silent Night, Deadly Night. Uh-huh. Have you seen this? No, nah, I've never seen that, but I've heard of it. Okay. That's an awesome title, and, right? Uh, Evidently, Santa is a... It's a killer. A yeah, yeah. Is that what it yeah. is? Wow, I saw that. I was like, huh. I You're like, I can add that I'm one. Gonna, I'm going to try that one. There's yeah. that and Black uh, Christmas. Those are the those are the, the Christmas the, horror movies maybe Brent could watch where Santa does the killing and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then uh, American Werewolf in London, and then mm-hmm. It is the, the, the final okay. song on the, the, the OG album. Does it say It, 1990? Um, uh, it doesn't say. Um, it just says uh, featuring... Pennywise? Mm. What? No. Um, I think it's just in general. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Overall. Probably the remake. Uh, That's what I was going to say. You know. 
since it's the, the most common the one. Good one. This album came out last year, so okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I, I listen to these these songs, and overall, I say the album is good. Okay. The the music is good on it. Uh, I like the vocals a lot. There's a, there's some clean singing on there. The the like screamed vocals are really well done. That can vary quite a bit for for people. Um, the thing that <laughs> that I I had trouble with personally, and I'm not going to hold this against the band. I'm not going to hold this against Mitch over at the chair table because if this is what you want, they have given it to you and they've done an excellent job at it. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is I don't like musicals, and that's ah. there's a lot of moments in this album that step into that territory where I'm trying to think, okay, so this song is an homage to Halloween, like the, the franchise. Mm-hmm. So is there a way to where I can get around hearing this as a Halloween song and just experience it as just a metal song for the first two thirds of the song? I'm like, I could probably do it because I tend to not pay attention to lyrics they're just not as important to me as the the music itself, like the vibe the music puts off. But about two thirds into the song, there's like a, a, a breakdown, like the, the bridge part of the song. And there's somebody on a, a CB radio saying um, this is the was it uh, they live in like Haddonfield or whatever. Uh-huh. This is the Haddonfield PD. Uh, Michael Myers is on the loose. We need backup now or something like <laughs> uh-huh. that. So it's like. Oh, this is this is very much. Hey, <laughs> listener, this song is about the movie Halloween. Uh-huh. So it's one of those things. And there are like moments of that. Um, the song about Jaws has a similar thing where they're CBing for like for help because Jaws has fucked up their boat or whatever. Um, a couple other instances here, um, like the song about it. It's uh, they're singing about Georgie and calling the the listener Georgie or something mm. to that effect and. Um, that's, that's the, the main thing that bothered me is just like, it's just not to my taste. I know that oh. some people don't have a problem with that at all, but it seemed very like stage musical esque yeah. to me, um, <laughs> yeah. which is just, just not up my alley, but, uh, they didn't make the album for me. They made it for their fans and fans of horror. And I got to say, like, if that's, if that's what you want, then this is a, a great album to check out. And none of the songs were like offensive to me. I'm like, Oh, this, this is just straight up bad. Um, uh, matter of fact, the, the song about it, um, called, it is the end. Um, they have uh, like a horn section in there to where Interesting. it kind of plays to that like carnival atmosphere or that circus atmosphere. And um, yeah, it's just it's it's pretty cool to hear that. Uh-huh. Um, it's just like the, the lyrics being so um, in your face with it being a reference to whatever horror movie it is, is uh, uh, a little much for me, but overall, I think it's it's uh, it's good, and it does make me want to go back and check out some of their previous albums that aren't like um, based on mm-hmm. on that particular yeah, uh, that's cool film set or whatever. Um, I I guess the album previous to this uh, was an album all about like novels and whatnot. Interesting. Yeah, so um, I'll go back further to the uh, Disney to Princess that. album, the Disney Princess yeah. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the early uh, stuff. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I kind of hear that Jasmine tune. Yeah, that's where they made their name. Yeah. J- jazz. Yep. Mint. I was trying to come up with something, but yeah, I got, I got nothing. I think we're doing well so far today. <laughs> I feel like we're getting tired. <laughs> Look, we peaked at Plesiosaurus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
it's all downhill from there. So, yeah. What do you have on on uh, your list? Well, Brett, this was very exciting because without meaning to, because we didn't share our lists with each other, and you you had set about to watch and read and listen to certain things, and I was just kind of getting whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But I watched a movie for you hoping that I might be able to show you this and uh, spoiler alert I won't um, oh. another movie that I had seen years ago that I didn't quite like but I really wanted to and it stuck with me and I tried again and it's not that great is uh, this movie I, I found years ago called Stage Fright and okay. um, it's about it's, it starts off with Minnie Driver the actress um, is mm-hmm. an opera singer um, for people who don't know she's a tiny uh, lift driver <laughs> That also stars in movies, <laughs> right? She drives mice around, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can see her in Zootopia. Yeah, yes, exactly, yeah. Um, she's great. Zootropolis for our international li- it, listeners. Oh, is that really? Mm-hmm. Zootropolis? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Nice kind of, I don't know what the purpose of changing yeah. it was, but all right. I wonder. Um, so yeah. she starts off, She it's like a Phantom of the Opera take, but it's called Haunting of the Opera. She's starring in the, like the opening night. And, uh, you know, fan of the opera has like a mask thing. So they have like a different, uh, like a, instead of like the fan of the opera, like sort of just like half mask that covers his face. This is like a full mm-hmm. white mask with just like eye cutouts, whatever. Um, yeah. and then that, that person that's like from her cast, whatever, um, she thinks someone just stole the costumes, like messing with her, but they actually like kill her in the beginning of the movie. And that kind of like sets up the thing, whatever. So it jumps forward 10 years later. Um, she had had a, a daughter and a son and, and her, um, new husband was Meatloaf, the uh, the, the the guy, the food? not the food. Oh, okay. um, so he's in there, and this was like he was the producer of the show. It was like his big opening night. She gets murdered, so like the whole show gets canceled basically. So it's ten years later. They he now runs a summer camp for theater kids, and their their daughter is uh, and their son, I guess, are like the the slave labor you know of the camp. They're like they're, they're the cooks yeah. and stuff. Um, so it starts there, and then basically it gets into where they're going to do a 10-year anniversary reimagining of that play that her mom died in, and so she wants to be a part of it. And so now it becomes like a, a camp slasher film with that has like a villain that has like a mask, you know, all the stuff, whatever. But uh-huh. it's a musical because they're okay. musical theater kids, right? So sure. um, I knew that there are certain parts of this you would not like, but I hadn't seen this in years since I first watched it, um, maybe 2011, 2012. Um, I think it came out around then too, 20, 2010. Because there's like the lighthearted musical stuff that's going on as they're you know in the main start of the, of the stage, but there's the dark part of the movie where people keep getting murdered and the killer... It'll, it'll go to him in, like, a room that he, like, his lair or whatever, where he has everybody's pictures up on the wall, like, he's going to kill them all, you know? And okay. he sings, but he sings in metal. So <laughs> okay. I thought, like, in my head, I was like, I know Brent won't like this, regardless of the metal, but maybe, like, I could yeah. show him some scenes, and it would be kind of funny, and it's like a slasher yeah. movie or whatever. <sighs> I'm not a metalhead, Brent, but this stuff is not good. I can tell. Uh, okay. I can tell it is just not good. And it's weird the because... The quality isn't there, yeah. Do what? I said the quality isn't there. I don't think so. I, I think okay. it's it's metal for theater geeks. Like, it feels like... I'm not even sure that theater geeks would really like this movie. I'm really curious. Because, um, like, Meat Love sings in it. It's, it's pretty cool. Like, there's mm-hmm. some songs that I like in it. Um, there's some, like, character moments and stuff that are really funny. There's, like... 
the the opening song that you hear um, is all the kids waking up on the on the bus to get to camp, and they sing the song called "We Here," and they're just all excited. And they go into all these different like ways of singing, um, like different Broadway stuff, whatever. Where they're basically all like, "We're here, we're we're here. We can finally be ourselves because we're bullied all year long for liking all this stuff." And they're all like weirdos. They all have like shaved heads and um, colorful yeah. hair, piercings, tattoos, all the stuff. And then there's one guy who starts this little thing, and he's like, um, he's like, "I'm gay, I'm gay, but not in that <laughs> way." He just really loves musicals. And then it goes to okay. another guy who's like, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm actually gay. And it goes into that. So it plays a lot of like um, theater tropes and whatever, and there's pretty good moments. But um, but yeah, it's really, um, it was just not that good. It's extremely gory as well. Um, yeah. Minnie Driver dies because she gets stabbed in the mouth with like a giant butcher knife. Um, Jeez, it's pretty, br- and it shows it all. It's pretty brutal. Um, but yeah, it was interesting. They mentioned this metal album, uh, talking about horror movies because I tried to watch a musical that was kind of like a musical and I tried to watch a musical for yeah. you and, uh, and for me and, uh, unfortunately did not hold up that well. Um, so I'm not sure I'll revisit that one either, but yeah. That's funny. The, uh, like the theater version of metal, um, mm-hmm. speaking of, uh, American horror story, 1984, there's a flashback scene where, there's like a like a jazzercise club or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and the instructor has uh, Billy Joel's no right no Billy Idol's uh, Rebel Yell playing, uh-huh. and that's like the music for the scene. And, and one of the students gets up, he's like, "I'm tired of listening to this metal shit." <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my, what would you? I would. I've never thought of Billy Idol's metal, but what? No, just rock. No. What would you but call just him? Like, just for for him, you yeah, know? for that guy. Maybe if, for one who listens to like Duran Duran, yeah, yeah, you know, maybe that's the book of metal guy. The spectrum, yeah, he's more like <laughs> punk than like metal, right? But it's just even like poppy rock still. A lot of his yeah. stuff, yeah, still very like pop. Yeah, I would. Yeah, it's so funny. But but that's to our taste. Like back in the day, yeah, you know, that'd be a little bit different. Like to uh, to these young whippersnappers nowadays, mm-hmm. you know, Marilyn Manson. It's like, oh, like his music. Okay, yeah. I know that's so weird yeah. when we were researching all that stuff about. Um, uh, the album we did the other day, I can't remember what it's called right now. Nine Inch Nails? Nine Inch Nails, and yeah, they were, yeah, and I didn't yeah. realize like how intertwined they were with Marilyn Manson at that time. Really, I didn't. Yeah. I never really knew that. And reading about yeah. them now, and then like thinking about the stuff that he's done since, and I'm just like, that was such... I remember like those videos from Marilyn Manson back in the day being like, like that weird-ass bodysuit thing he wore uh, that was like, um, like, I think it was like white, that had boobs, and it was like shiny, like patent leather stuff or whatever. Uh, yeah, that, for the for the dope show. Yeah, like I remember that, that being like video, so yeah. like people were like what in the world? And now it's like whatever. I see mm-hmm. worse stuff on Instagram every day. You know, like yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's interesting how that plays out like that. Well, I mean, maybe you should change your Instagram searches. <laughs> well, all I look up are white hashtag, hashtag depravity <laughs> yeah. and it pulls up stuff like that <laughs> um okay so i've got uh, i've got two final things on my list cool. here I'll, I'll try to make them quick since we're i have we're one more so that's, that's good yeah, okay yeah this is perfect so the uh the next thing i want to mention is a uh, a game that just came out on apple arcade oh cool uh, called inmost and uh, i i'd been wanting to play a game that really like got its hooks into me. I've tried a couple of things here and there, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw this game on the uh, the main homepage that looks like it just came out, and um, it had kind of a, a creepy horror theme. Yeah, to it was it. cool. 
Um, so I downloaded it and I started playing it and I'm, I'm really digging it so far. Nice. I'm, I don't know how far into it I am. Um, I don't understand video games. Um, so <laughs> what chapter I, am I, I on? It's hard to tell. Yeah. Where am I at guys? <laughs> Did I, is the princess in this castle? She's in a different <laughs> oh one. Oh my God. What the fuck? So whenever you start the game in most, and it's all one word, I N M O S T, um, it pops up with a screen that says in most is a moving story of loss and hope with themes including traumatic death that some may find emotionally upsetting, uh-huh. player discretion is advised. So as you're playing through the game, you jump from different characters, like one's a little girl, one is a, uh, a man with a beard, um, so I, I don't know if he's like an older man or, or what. At a certain point, you get to play like an elderly, elderly man, mm-hmm. and then you get to play a knight. Um, I don't know if there are additional characters that come up but it's fun seeing like how the stories are tied together as you work through the game um and i don't want to spoil anything just in case anyone wants to play this game Mm -hmm. uh, because it is it's it's worthwhile but the the game is all like sprites like back in the day how characters were made up of like different cubes or whatever um which which i love and uh you go through there and it's it's pretty straightforward like you walk left you right walk right you can jump um some of the characters, like the little girl, she can't jump very high, but she is able to, to pick up things. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, there's a lot of like puzzles involved and a lot of like discovering things. But the the game itself is like like dark, like it's almost set in nighttime. It's not full color. It's set in like like blue tones. Yeah. Um, so cool. There's a lot of like um, like darker shades of blue. But depending on what you come across sometimes the the scene may change to red if it's a like a a villainous character or something Mm -hmm. to that effect um and uh, there are a couple of times where i've had to refer to youtube for a walkthrough just to like get past a part because like for the most part like i'll i'll try figuring something out a couple of times and normally i can get it but there was like one point where i'm like i don't know how to get past this fucking thing yeah so I hopped on YouTube real quick, saw how to get past it, did it, and then Sweet. I I took it from there, you know, because um, that's part of it is like trying to figure out the puzzles mm-hmm. and what to do next and whatnot. But it's um, not fun if you get yeah. stuck, yeah. Yeah, it takes the the fun right out of it. Um, but yeah, so far I'm I'm really having fun like going through the journey awesome. and figuring all these things out. And um, there was a, another scene where like so far I primarily played as the the guy with the beard, and it jumped back to this other scene where you're the little girl and then you're walking through this house and then there's a, a character you interact with that kind of links some of the other levels to this one. Um, again, I don't want to spoil anything because that's, it, it seems like a very like story focused game mm-hmm. once you get into it. Totally. But um, I would highly recommend it to, to anyone, awesome. you know, I, 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 yeah, you could play it on your, your iPhone. I suppose mm-hmm. I play it on my Apple TV with a, a Nimbus controller but I'm really digging it so far. I'm I'm gonna probably uh, play it uh, later today. See Sweet. how much further I can get. I don't know how long the game is. Like you know how some yeah. games are like, oh, this is like a 20 hour game or whatever. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm digging it so far. That's cool. Um, yeah, you and I were texting about that. We're gonna we're planning on talking about the Apple Arcade and a bunch of the games uh, in about a month or so. But um, I found some other things I've liked so far. But I haven't played that one yet. But I remembered. I just looked it up when you were talking about it. And the, the like screenshots and stuff from the trailer, I remember that. So I remember mm-hmm. watching the trailer and being really excited mm-hmm. for the game. It just looks really cool. So definitely yeah, one I yeah. want to check out as well. Yeah. Awesome, man. Um, speaking of Apple Arcade real quick. Yeah. Uh, hey, Sonic Racing. 
get your shit together. I've only shown up like this. I've only tried it a little bit. There are a hundred games in there, Mm -hmm. and you're gonna. If I leave it on a on a pause screen so I can help my wife with something, you're gonna reboot on me. What? I don't think so. No, Tim. I was excited about seeing the uh, because I love Mario Kart so much, but I'm a Sonic Mm. guy as we've talked about so much, and so I was like, oh, this is good for Brent and I like Sonic in that role, but. I really just specifically like Mario Kart 64. I realize yes, more and more yeah. as I get older. And mm-hmm. uh, so this was, I thought it was fun, but I wasn't that into the the Sonic one so far. Yeah, I only played a little bit. It's not, yeah, the controls seem a little bit wonky to me, mm. but, you know, on the, I had to do a practice course because it won't, well, let me do a regular course because it says I'm already logged in there. I assure you I am not. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not currently playing it. Stop it. That's weird, yeah. I'll have to figure yeah. that out. Um, Strange. Talk about horror. So the last mm. movie that I have uh, okay. is finally one that I'm very excited to talk about. Um, All right. Brent, I watched Midsummer yesterday. <gasps> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I've heard, I've heard mixed things. Don't, don't spoil it for I me. Won't I won't spoil anything. I don't even okay. want to talk about All it right. that much because okay. uh, what I'll say is I... I went to see Hereditary, the director's previous film, mm-hmm. um, a year or two ago. I can't remember when that came out. Um, I didn't care to go see that movie. I went because it was the last night of Alamo Drafthouse uh, and Katie in, in Houston here. And I went with a friend who I'd worked with Alamo Drafthouse with, and so we went together. And I was blown away by Hereditary. Um, yeah, me too. So fucking cool. And I just thought, man, this, this director's going to come up with some cool shit. And I was not disappointed with Midsummer. Oh, wonderful. Oh, my okay. gosh. Um, I, the first thing I thought in the very beginning, but later, like, especially as the movie plays out, I was like, 100%, my wife Amanda is not allowed to watch this movie. It will oh, okay. scar her. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I, I was fun because I was looking, Amanda's out of town. I was looking for some stuff to watch. I, you know, try to save some stuff I know that she won't like. A lot of sci-fi stuff, mostly. But then right now, a lot of maybe gory or, or the, the more out there, weirder horror movies that I watch um, that she sure. won't. And so I was scrolling through and I was like, oh my God, Midsummer's out. Like, I can totally rent it. And um, yeah, so glad that she wasn't here for it. But um, I had a blast. It, I, it, it was great because I saw it. I think I started it at 11 o'clock in the morning. On Saturday morning, okay. I opened all my windows, so I watched it in full daylight with the movie in full daylight, and um, that was a fun experience. I, I'd recommend that. Um, okay, I thought it was kind of cool just because it's so bright and colorful and stuff. But man, yeah. it is uh, it is a traumatic viewing experience. It is very is good. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I'm I'm sorry to like I can't help but hype it up. You know, really like. But I think I, I, essentially, if you liked Hereditary. Yeah. I don't imagine you would dislike this. Um, they are a perfect um, like double feature. Like that that same feeling of uh, like dread. That was the most thing I got out of Hereditary. Really? It was just okay. that feeling of like awful dread. Everything carries over to this. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I remember seeing. I don't know that I've seen the whole trailer, but I remember seeing like part of it mm-hmm. and being surprised at how like bright and colorful yeah. it looked. And it seems like it happens mostly during the day. And uh, there's the the poster of uh-huh. the uh, the girl uh, crying yeah. on it. I'm like, oh, this guy's some fucked up shit. That's cool, man. Because mm-hmm. like I know um, our uh, pod friends over at uh, Terror Table and uh, Erie have talked about uh-huh. it, but I haven't listened to the episodes because okay. it seems like something I'd want to want to watch. Yeah, 
Um, I would even say, as far as I remember from the trailers, I don't think you can really... I mean, you get the general gist of it. Um, These people are going to, like, a Swedish, like, midsummer festival, but then, like, some crazy shit happens or whatever. Uh, You get that. Um, But I I don't... And I don't think the trailers, from from what I remember, would have ruined anything, really, in the movie for Mm -hmm. me. But at this point, I'm like, don't watch anything. Just go to that movie. Like, just watch it, and you'll be... Okay. You'll just be like, what is happening, you know? So That's kind of like how it was with Hereditary for me. Like, I saw the trailer, and... Like a year passed or whatever. I totally forgot totally. anything that happened. I just jumped into it. Um, but can I make a prediction about a twist in Midsummer? You want me to come? Can you just tell me if I'm if I'm sure. right or not? So I think one of the twists in this movie. I don't trust myself. So I'm going to cover my face with my cup. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Is that even though it's called Midsummer, there's a certain point in the movie where one of the elders has a calendar <laughs> and he says. Gotcha. It secretly folds the pages up. <laughs> October. Tis but Halloween, my dear girl. Damn it, Brent, you called it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Damn it. Oh, super predictable. But can you tell me Five what stars. was on the calendar, what type of calendar it is? It was a, a you know when they throw a, a tennis ball in the water and a dog goes Damn to it. get it? And then <laughs> you got it. Yeah, yeah, and they take a picture of the dog uh, in the water. Yeah. Yep. It's the calendar my wife and I have. <laughs> well, you and that elderly of this council still have the, the same calendar. I sit on the board. Ooh, I don't trust you now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Stephen, um, unrelated, do you, you want to go to Sweden? Totally cool. Next week? Just doing this okay, festival. Cool. It's like awesome. Coachella. Yeah, go. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes, Tupac hologram's going to be there. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I highly dug it. Highly recommend it. Um, very excited awesome. to talk about it with you someday. Uh, oh man, okay. Because it's a trip. Yeah, and I would. Yeah. I from knowing Brandy as well, your wife, I would also mm-hmm. uh, not recommend her watching it. I don't know. Okay. Did she watch Hereditary? No. I guess she. <laughs> from, from my <laughs> recollection, she watched it and conked out about halfway through, okay, yeah. as, as she's wont to do. Which is insane to me because that movie is is fucked up. Yeah. Oh wait, okay. Now I remember. She she got bored with it. And I can see like, that. Yeah, yeah this, this isn't for me. I'm, I'm going to bed. And then as soon as she went to bed, that's when like shit got dark. Yeah. And I told her about it the next day. She was like, "Yeah, not, yeah." Not for me. Not for me. <laughs> that's how I imagined Amanda would be. I didn't think Hereditary okay. was a movie for her either. I think it would yeah. scar her. I think it would be a little, little much. They're, they're, they're just so um, emotionally, like human level, emotionally heavy than just like okay. the scary parts of them. You know. Um, yeah. They're just there's just a lot going on on both of them. So yeah, I don't want to say anymore. I, I've said too much. Um, I just okay. really liked it, and uh, awesome. I'm very glad I watched it. Oh, there is one more thing because it's not related to the direct movie. I I thought it was pretty like when this came out. I thought it was just Midsummer, and I thought that was mm-hmm. it. But two of my friends have called it Midsummer, and because it's spelled mm-hmm. weird, right? Like it's spelled with yeah. an A R at the end. But I was like, yeah, yeah. but it's just spelled weird. I think I, I think it's Midsummer. And I, I'm not positive. I, I was hoping to listen for it in the movie, and I'm pretty sure, but I'm not positive that they, they do just call it a midsummer festival. It's not like they call it. It's not like they call it midsummer with like capital M, like the movie is. They just call it like a midsummer festival. Like there are lots of midsummer festivals all over the world, because um, yeah. it's like a harvest and like you know type type of thing, whatever that they're doing, like yeah. um, with like farming and whatever. So uh, yeah. anyway, I'm not sure. I did realize afterwards, though, that I was so 
into the movie, I really can't even tell you because I, w- I just could not pay attention if they called it Midsummer or Midsommar. I don't care. I was just so into the story. So That's I have no awesome. idea. But uh, I call it Midsummer. So just throw that out there. I'm not sure what it's supposed to be. Oh, yeah. That's – yeah, that was my yeah. understanding of the pronunciation. Midsommar just it's, sounds too much. Pretentious almost, I guess, you know? Yeah. So There's uh, the, the guy who created uh, Wanted and um, some other – uh, Secret Service. Mm. Mark Miller. Mm. Uh, he's a, a comic book writer. Yeah, okay. Uh, wrote wrote uh, Marvel's Civil War in the comics. Uh-huh. Um, his name is Mark Miller, but it's spelled M-I-L-L-A-R. Yeah. So a lot of people call him Mark Millar. But I've seen him in interviews where he's just like, yeah, just just rhymes with Miller. spelled differently. <laughs> so that's how... I'm Scottish. I'm glad yeah. you bring that up. That's one that I had, yeah. I've heard, I feel mostly as Mark Millar, whenever I've seen mm. like um, people talk about him. But mm-hmm. I've been like, I, it just seems like Miller would be it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I've never heard it, of Millar yeah. before, so I don't yeah. know. But yeah, mm-hmm. so there you go. I, I always love to find um, people actually saying their own name in an interview. That's like mm-hmm. the, the easiest mm-hmm. way to like figure out, like, because everybody else is just going to be fucking wrong the yeah. whole time. So, um, But I do say Ibiza instead of Ibiza <laughs> because <laughs> that's just, I don't know. It's hard for me to say it otherwise. Also, I'll never go to Ibiza, so there you go. it's not really gonna not a hindrance for me. You made me think all. of Booksmart though, when he's like, "Oh, it reminds <laughs> me of my last summer I spent in Barcelona." Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cracks me up. All right, so I've got one final Sweet. thing here, and I've been saving the best for last. Oh, excellent. I, I tried to start off with stuff I uh, didn't enjoy as much, and then ramp up to this. So. Yeah, that's a good okay, crack. Here we go. Yeah, it was. Oh, thank you. Oh, let me pull up these pants. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gotta get ready. Gotta slap those butt cheeks together. Yeah, do my stretches. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, there is a podcast. I know you have mentioned wanting to get into other podcasts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We know you say it just for the podcast, yeah. just so people will like yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But um, this is one I can heartily recommend. Sweet. Um, it's a podcast called. In Voorhees We Trust with <laughs> Gorley and Rust. And if you're saying <laughs> Voorhees, Gorley, Trust, Rust, these all rhyme? Oh. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's part of it. That's why, they, that's why they named it that. It's a host, uh, host. It's a podcast hosted by Matt Gorley and Paul Rust, who are two comedians and two uh, improv yes. actors yeah. um, in uh, Los Angeles, California, like somewhere in California. I don't, I don't fucking know. Uh-huh. It's all the same place. Um, and it's a small state. It's yeah, a small yeah. state. People say that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Paul fire. Rust. I know that guy. Yeah. I was like, I know that yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, he's the one of the leads in uh, the Netflix show Rust. Yeah. Rust. Love. Love. <laughs> Good <laughs> Lord. This is where it falls apart. Oh man. But this is a podcast where they discuss the. Uh, Friday the 13th? Uh-huh. Is that Jason? Okay. You got it. They, they discuss each of the movies. They don't discuss the uh, the Rob Zombie remakes. It's just like the original series and then Freddy versus Jason. Oh, no. The Rob then... Zombie was Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. What? I thought he did one of the... Not of the Friday, Friday the 13th. Th- he didn't do a reboot? No, the reboot was Platinum Dunes. It's like... Um, oh, Michael Bay Michael Bay stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was oh, like... okay. That was like... Okay, they, did, so... they did a remake of Nightmare on Elm Street... Uh, Friday the 13th and um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre like with Jessica Biel. Okay. Those are all like that same group or whatever, but yeah. Okay, okay. Whatever the reboots yeah. are, they don't take that into consideration. So it's just the, the main Jason movies and then um, the uh, the Freddy vs. Jason epic. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. And if you're saying 
But Brent, do they do Jason X? They do Jason X. Nice. He's in space. <laughs> um, but it's 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 good, and it's like so fun. Like I'm I'm in the bag for any type of like comedic podcast. Like in this, like with these type of people. Like these are are people that show up on like Comedy Bang Bang mm-hmm. and like Doughboys from time to time. So like I, I'm already in for that. I'm not a, a big horror fan, but I do like listening to them talk about it. And in case you're worried that like, oh, they're going to talk about it for an hour and they'll be out. No, no, no. These hours, <laughs> like a short episode is like two and a half hours. Like they they're typically like run like close into the like three hour range. But there's a nice. lot of like, like dumb jokes and everything. But they do get in depth on the story as well. The, the, the fun thing is the current season. Um, well, let me back up. The, uh, the season of In Voorhees We Trust is all available on Apple Podcasts like mm-hmm. it, for free. Like you can listen to that now. The current season is on Stitcher Premium, ah. and they've they've renamed it to In Myers We Trust with Guyers in Rust. <laughs> I just changed, just changed one of their names, but um, it's yeah, it's about the Halloween franchise. They've got the That's first two fun. episodes out right now, and uh, holy shit, it is it's so good. They uh, they really get in depth on it. Like they talk about the the posters for the movies. Um, and the, I, I guess the Halloween franchise isn't as, um, straightforward as maybe the Jason movies or whatever. Uh-huh. Like the, the Jason lore typically like goes from one to one, even though they may not mention characters in, in previous ones or whatever. Halloween, they, I guess the third movie is like Mike Myers or Michael Myers isn't in it at yeah. all. Right. It's like a witch related. Season or something. of the witch. Yeah. That's another one. Okay. I've never seen that, but I uh, it showed up. It's on something right now, Hulu or Netflix or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe this is the year I give this a shot. I've never tried yeah. it before. Never. Okay. Yeah, okay. Never. But yeah, it's that's a weird series because it dovetails into this weird thing and then goes back to Michael Myers and four, and then it's been that ever right. since. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I'm I'm so into that. Sounds this podcast. awesome. If, it, if anyone likes horror and th- they want to hear some like two like fun friends talking about this and like having it's it's essentially like our podcast if it were one good and funny and two <laughs> knowledgeable about a a long form series of like horror uh-huh. movies um i i would highly recommend it because it's like it comes out every friday and it runs for like 13 episodes or whatever and because of the first season being related to friday the 13th they have a rating scale of each movie up to like from like one to 13 oh that's so how they do their rating um, that sounds like a cool were, idea. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, they they both gave uh, the first Halloween thirteens, mm-hmm. um, which I know you you love absolutely. Lo- you love that. I movie. love that Tom Hart. Yeah, so um, I thought that would be a, a good one for you to to check. That's out. A, yeah. If you had any interest in uh, in that that uh, that type of well, thing. and they sound funny. Uh, Matt Gorley, I don't know him as well, but I'm looking up stuff he was in. He's been on. Um, how did this get made uh, podcast a few times, but he did, I haven't listened to this one before. He did the uh, star Wars holiday special in 2015 oh, with him. Okay. Yes. Now I really want to listen oh, to that. Awesome. But, um, yeah. but yeah, the other guy, like I, I'm, I'm sure they'll both be funny. They, they seem to be in things mm-hmm. like drunk history and stuff that I, I like. Um, yeah. so that sounds great, but I'm also mm-hmm. not a huge fan of Friday the 13th. And when I've tried to revisit it in the last few years, mm-hmm. I've been more and more. I've been like, I'm just not a fan of the series. I'm much more yeah. like Michael Myers is my like in Halloween is my go to. But um, mm-hmm. out of the two of those guys, really, Freddy, I would choose over uh, watching Friday the 13th any day of the week. Yeah. Uh, but 
uh, it makes me excited to hear other people talk about it still, um, especially yeah. in a comedic way on a podcast, and then then revisiting yeah. them, especially like because there's so many just like both both those series, um, really Halloween as well. I haven't seen a lot of the middle movies, Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, a lot of those I haven't seen mm-hmm. much in the way. It's just the first ones that I really know that well. So yeah, um, that'd be that'd be really rad to listen to. Yeah, and I I hope the the third season is going to be on. Um, a Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. They haven't really said one way or the other at this point yeah. uh, since it just started. But uh, but yeah, so That'd far cool. I'm, I'm really digging it. It's like my main podcast that I listen to on Friday mornings. I try Sweet. to make sure I'm caught up on everything else yeah. before Friday gets here so I can start <laughs> yeah. listening to it. And it takes all day because I've got to, when I'm getting ready in the morning for work, I'll, I'll listen to it and then listen to it again at lunch and then usually after work I'll try to finish it or whatever. But uh-huh. It's appointment listening for me. Yeah, absolutely. And that's awesome. Good yeah. call. Well, we both ended with stuff we really liked, so that's awesome. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Good to save it to the end. All right. So that's all the lung capacity I have. Whew, How about tell you? me about it. I'm with you, man. Um, and listen, I got rid of our script on my iPad a long time ago. I just gave up on it. Um, so I got to pull that back <laughs> up and see what we got going on. I've got but, it right yeah. here. You have it? I've got it. Can you read it to me and I'll read it back? Sure. <laughs> um, should I just... You know what? Let me just whisper it into your ear since you've Excellent. got the, the headphones there. Please rate and review us on your fo- favorite podcast app. Please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. <laughs> you can email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. You can email us at let's talk about stuff podcast.com. Uh, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, say that part. Say that part. Wait, hold on. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. Follow Stephen on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22. Follow Stephen on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22. Follow Brent on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. Follow Brent on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. And follow the one Drew Carl, Reginald Phil Johnson, on Twitter at Arvel Johnson. And follow the one true Carl, Reginald Val Johnson, at... On Twitter at Reginald, wait, Regfell John? Arvel Johnson. Arvel Johnson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kick, 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 kick. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that really worked. Yeah, that paid off. We should do the whole like show that. that way. Yeah. People, that was a great bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> People loved it. Yeah, that didn't go on too long at all. <laughs> no. Um, you know how we, we say that every time and we could have just recorded that years ago and like, just tagged it on easily mm-hmm. at the end of every episode. Um, nope, we just did it twice for you. Mm-hmm. So That's you're true. welcome. Look, audience. it's really it's really going to cement in people's brains. And just in case it doesn't, if you need it a third time, just pull up your show notes. It's all right there. Every every week, because it's, it's, we always put it there. If you check the show notes, you better mm-hmm. check it twice. Take the power Ooh. away from Santa. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. Has evil plans. Mm-hmm. Brent has been trying to tell people for years. Mm-hmm. I wasn't listening, but now I'm I'm open to it. That's right. And that's a step in the right direction, guys. If you just talk to your friends about white supremacy and Santa, you might break through. Look what happens when you rearrange the letters in Santa. That's right. You get ants. <laughs> Thought I was going a different way, didn't you? <laughs> And, and that is true, folks. Yeah. Well, Brent, 
I thought this was a good episode. It went a little longer than I expected, but uh, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot to talk about, so yeah, happens. for sure. Yeah, and uh, I learned some good stuff to to listen to and watch and read and whatever from you. And I also did some stuff people can ignore. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> except for Midsummer, that movie is rad. Yeah. Hell um, yeah. Well, Brent. Until next time, I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Thank you, Rob, for listening to our show. We assure you, we are america and we appreciate it and we got to hit the hard r's whenever we're talking about stuff let's go play some baseball apple pie is the best i myself am in st petersburg florida florida obviously i had no idea i go get some best salts And then uh, for Sync Word, geez, we're doing a Halloween-themed show, so I figure maybe we can do a, a Sync Word of the scariest monster oh. that's ever existed oh. in any media. What are you talking about? The Sync Word for today is Shrek. <laughs> I'm an ogre. That was the worst <laughs> Shrek impression I could have possibly done. But uh, very excited. I'm an about ogre. This. I'm an ogre. Wait, was that ogre from Revenge of the Nerds? <laughs> yeah. Like later in life, he's he's been wow. educated. He's not so toxic, masculine filled. Mm-hmm. You know. Hi, I'm ogre. Uh, I'm reformed. Uh, I am pro feminism all the way. Uh, listen, ladies, tell me your thoughts. I'm just gonna sit here and listen. You know. Turns off, Mike. They could, uh, they could definitely do like a reimagined sequel or like a reboot quote with that this, these days mm-hmm. where he's like a book author and he's like written about toxic masculinity and regretting mm-hmm. his old ways. Um, that'd be nice. Yeah. Hey, let's do that, you know? Let's get Ogre. Everybody's favorite character. Let's take all the funness <laughs> and all the raunchiness out of him and just say, what if he just tiled it down a little bit? Like eight notches. <laughs> Right, yeah. Wasn't, you know, leaving nerds stranded on the island. Actually, he gets stranded on the island with him. It's a pretty good part of the movie. I think that was part two, Nerds yeah. in Paradise. Um, <laughs> have you seen it? Have you seen it? Uh, maybe a been long a time ago. I remember the first one somewhat mm-hmm. well. Uh, and it's very problematic, like, ending with uh, one of the I remember nerds how... sleeping with one of the jocks. So, I remember that part, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I think we've talked about that. As, uh, that was like recently, or like in the last few years, that people were like, "Wait a second, that that's pretty fucked up." Yeah, um, yeah. But in the sequel, I don't know why, but it's like the, the they're at a conference with all the other um, like fraternities and stuff around the country, mm-hmm. and then they get stranded on an island. But Ogre is with them because he like betrayed the, the the jocks at one point. But then for some reason, they all find like military equipment hidden inside the island, like under the <laughs> ground. And sure, they, they get a tank that can go through water and they get back to land and they like, you know, bust the tank. I don't want, I'm sorry, spoilers for Ridge of the Nerds 2, Nerds of Paradise. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> but yeah, it was, I'm, I'm, I'm just remembering this live on air that I'm like, oh yeah, I used to watch that all the time. That happened. They're all in military gear. They got like the Rambo belt of gun, of like uh, ammo, you know, like around their shoulders and stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I'm. How how can that not be a success? I think uh, yeah, I, I think that's why they should bring it back. <laughs> Here I gotta I gotta look this up. Revenge. Oh, 
of the nerds. Uh, you are correct. Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. Yep. Um, so are those the only two? I guess so. I don't remember if there was a third one. I feel like there was like some like direct-to-video. Like show. Is there a TV show? I thought so. It's called Greek. Oh, shots <laughs> it's fired. Much, it's much better. <laughs> Rusty's the final continuation of Revenge of the Nerds. There you go, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, so uh, Shrek on three. Shrek. I was like, yeah, what was the word anymore? <laughs> Nothing to do with it. Cool. All right. One, two, three. Shrek. Shrek. There we go. He's when so I was doing my, uh, my mic check earlier today mm-hmm. before we recorded, I uh, had a little fun with myself. I said... Uh, Instead of one, two, or check one, two, three, I said Shrek one, two, three. That's so, how it started out? This is how my brain works. <laughs> uh, L-P-A-S.